At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Now launching, now launching the dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. I got a good story. Oh, okay. I got a good story here. We're going to class up this joint. We're going to talk about shaving your head and OnlyFans. Oh, okay, good. Thank God. Slots of slits and slots. <laughs> a lot of it. Shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. Exactly what I was thinking. Slits and slots. Like Operation, where you put the little tweezers through the slot. <laughs> it gives you a little... Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> and I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. This is man and bone. <laughs> Happy Monday to you. Welcome in. Jen Winters in for Common Man today, who is, uh, I'm sure, off celebrating a big victory that we're going to talk about in a moment with the oh. gentleman Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Look, at you're giving them their, their proper title back. Gentlemen Buckeyes. Okay. I mean, that's, you know. That's what we're doing. Until they went on the road, they're still the Buckeye boys team to me. Oh, okay. Well, either way. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. I hope you had a good weekend. Jen is in all three hours today. Uh, Panama Ted is here as well. It is the segment that's not a segment, and I forgot to get the little thing ready, but here it is. Yikes. Coming up at 534. I forgot to get the thing ready, Jen. The thing ready? The yikes thing. The yikes thing. Because I was so excited today to talk. We've got, you know, obviously plenty of stuff to get into today. There are plenty of stories from all around the world of sports. We have got... Some hockey stuff to talk about, some Blue Jackets stuff. We have got plenty of basketball stuff. And, of course, there's news about your dumb Steelers, which I love. So we can talk about that. <laughs> yes, All I that and more. My dumb Steelers. But I was so excited to come in here today and talk about one team in particular. And in part, in part, one player in particular. <laughs> How about it? That's awesome. Now let him know. It was awesome. I How mean, I, I was fortunate enough to get to take over the air yesterday after the game. So um, I got to, you know, wax poetic about everything that was beautiful in that game. And the fact that, uh, you know, we we finally saw some bench play from all four freshmen before halftime. And they were starting to spread the minutes out evenly and the team started to play cohesive. And, and you know, they had been through one hell of an emotional week. And so part of me going into this game was like, I don't want to fully put my love and trust into everything, Buckeye, but I, I think they can do it. Well, I don't I don't blame you for that because there was a part they've of me that me said... let me down a lot. Well, they've let a lot of us down, yes. right? There's been a lot of uh, the last couple of years, a lot of hurt feelings around here lots, when it comes to... Lots of hurt feelings. Big 10 games, right? Yes. Now, this game yesterday, full disclosure, I, you know, I had taken the kiddos out. We went to a little play place area. We got some lunch and we're making our way back. And I'm like, all right, it's 1245 games on at one. I'll flip it on. I figured by halftime, I'm going to be, you know, looking for other things to right. watch. I did not ex assume it would be that great of a game. Full disclosure. 
So I'm watching this first half and I'm getting the vibes. And it was not like the vibes before where we've seen when they played Indiana. Right. Wasn't that it? Where they got up like by 18 yes. or something. That little glimmer of, of hope. Yeah. yeah. And I thought at that point, I'm like, I, I in that game, whether it was Indiana I'm thinking of or yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the IU game where they blew that big lead. Uh-huh. That was one where I said, I don't believe I may have wandered over to one of the uh, legal wagering sites oh, and okay. put some money on the fact that I did not believe and then got rewarded you for did. not believing. I remember you 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 told me about but that. I felt, but I felt gross. I felt gross. <laughs> and at halftime of this game, I, I thought about checking and I said, no, wait a second. This is a different era. There is a new voice at the top of the team Correct. that counts for something i was shorting that team and the holt man specifically because i didn't believe in what he was doing with this program mm-hmm. in crunch time watching the first half of that game if you didn't see a difference between even that iu game and what you saw against purdue last night then we're not watching basketball the no. same way because that that was a different buckeye basketball team yesterday playing much better and playing at a level that there was a cohesive game plan. I'm not saying it's all the coaching. I'm saying you cannot control for emotion in college athletics, right? Right. And this was definitely an emotional game for yes. the Buckeyes, for Jake Diebler, for everybody involved over there. So that second half started, I was ready. I was. I, I didn't even look. I'm like, no, we're getting it. We're doing it. I felt really good. And, and it ended up being the case. But this was... This was a game that got me very, it just felt right again as a Buckeye fan to be excited about your team and not start anticipating, oh, we're going to blow it. Like I wasn't even trying to hear that yesterday afternoon as people were saying, oh no, they're back within two. Oh no, they're back within three. No, I was, I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and I'm glad that I did. I stayed in it the entire way. Well, and we finally got to see Jamison battle. Like, I mean, we hadn't seen him for like two and a half games do anything. And then he finally in that second half showed up and... He he did it. He did it from the the free throw line, and it was amazing. And it was just like okay. And their ability to score off of, they had so many takeaways, and their ability to score off of those takeaways was fantastic. Because it's just like we haven't seen that really at all this season from them. Who 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 were they getting the ball from, Jen? Do you do you uh, recall who Lurch? was giving <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein? I mean, right. There's a seven foot four tall person that we haven't brought up yet here helpless out there zach i have not seen him look like that in a very long time i want to be very clear what i'm about to say because again even though zach ed is i'm sure getting name image and likeness just like a lot of these star athletes are i still view college basketball players college football players a little differently than i would view say an nba nfl player they're still kids in my opinion kids are not they're they're still they're still a learning i expect that you're learning because you're in college like we don't go to accountants who are juniors or seniors and go, why don't you know how to do everything that a 20 year CPA knows? Right. That's because you're in college. Like you're still learning. You didn't come here to play no school. However, <laughs> right. You are recruited to one of the top basketball programs in the country. He has been given the title called yes. earned, whatever you want to say. He, he is the Mr. reigning, basketball. the reigning national college player of the year yes. last year. So th- my level of, you know, critique is going to go up a little bit because I'm I'm looking at the like Tim Tebow back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the hype that's put on you more than I am looking at the actual person. So just to be clear on that, right? Mm-hmm. When I watch Zach Eady play, I see a guy that you should be not afraid of when it comes to driving into the rim 
You should be not afraid to go at him. If you are a smaller defender, you should be not afraid to swat at the basketball because he puts it out there. Mm-hmm. You should be someone who can go up and contest his shot because he rarely goes up strong to the rim. And last night, the Buckeyes, yesterday afternoon, Buckeyes did all of that defensively. Yes. And got him in foul trouble early. They got a charge on him, which again, great idea at the foul line. Zed just stopped. He's running up the court, not paying attention, going to the same three-foot area where he always goes, and then parks it right inside the painted area where they should call three seconds, but they never do. Right. He said, I'm going to stop at the foul line, see what, he ha- see what happens. Will he walk around me or will he run right into me? He did. Yeah. It's a foul. Got him his second foul, I think. Got him out of the game. So that that was smart basketball by the Buckeyes. They played with a level of basketball IQ that it hasn't really been apparent many of the games before. Nothing against Holtman. No. But something was different in this game. Don't know what it was. Something was different. And they just, they were charged up and and it was evident and they had heard everything uh, that, you know, pundits had to say about Ohio State basketball over the past, you know, handful of days since Holtman was let go. And I think they needed, they needed this. They needed to go out there and they needed to, uh, to make this happen. Now, honestly, I need to see, was it Thursday night? They're playing Minnesota at Minnesota. They're on, on the road, on the road. I need to see the same output as they did yesterday in Minnesota because God, we need a road win. Well, right. <laughs> I think crying out loud. I think there's so many ways you can go off of this game, right? Because because first of all, let's live in the moment. Let's I hope enjoy. it's like a momentum builder. Is sure. what I'm seeing it as. Yeah. But let's let's enjoy the fact that you played the number two team in the country on national TV. Yes, and you won that game at home in front of your fans who have not seen a lot of great victories over no. the last couple of years there at the shot. That's important. I also think. There are a lot of people starting to go down those roads of like, well, does that mean Jake Diebler's the guy? Like, please press pause on all of that because oh. I don't think we're ready for any of that discussion right now. That Tito was all about what if, what if, what if they make it all the way through the Big Ten tournament, they get a place in the you know the NCAA, they make it kind of far. Do you think Jake Diebler gets it? And I'm like, get the hell out of here. Well, okay, if they get to a Final Four. Then sure. Okay. Then I'm ready to hear those conversations. Right, okay. what, I, what I'm saying is like, I'm not, let's not even, let's enjoy this. Let's enjoy what we got Live in the moment. Well, and college basketball is like this. College football is like this. You have a big moment where your team loses their head coach because of performance. One of two ways it can go. The team can go, crap, we got the coach fired. We better play the best we can. We want to shut everybody up. Oh, and in this case, the number two team in the country is coming to your building you want to prove something against them anyway, mm-hmm. but now you've got this added motivation and the buildings hopping. If, if you get them into it, that all happened yesterday. Does that mean that everything now is because Jake Diebler was there? I, I don't know. But what I do think is you have to look at some of that yeah. as a reason why you have to look at the change to say, wasn't some of that a possibility of why they played a little different? I felt like they did. Yeah. I felt like there were a little bit, a little bit different of a game plan. Yes. Oh, especially since he went to the bench. He went to the bench early and he included all four of the freshmen so early. And that is something that we did not see Holtman do. And so I think honestly, going and using your reserves. Oh, what a concept using your bench to kind of fill in when people are getting into foul trouble early. Yeah. What a concept by a basketball coach. Well, and being not afraid of your bench then meant yes. that like you could look at said key. And I mean, this is a bold strategy. Maybe the whole man had this same strategy. I don't know. Uh, but they looked at six foot eight. Yeah. I'll say that in air quotes. I don't know if he's actually six eight, Zed Key, <laughs> and said he's going to be one of the primary reasons we're able to stop Zach Eady today because he is going to annoy the bleep out of yeah. Zach Eady for 40 minutes or as much as he's in there. 
And if he gets some fouls called on him, well, Felix Akpara then is not getting fouls called on him. That's okay. And he's our taller, lengthier option against him. You can say that wasn't coaching. You can say that was just luck of the draw. That, right. that so happened to be how Zed played. But I, I have to think there was at least a little bit of that that was game plan. Yes. That they, they said, you know, Zach Eady keeps the ball around his waist when he's seven foot four. Is that great basketball? Not to me. To me, hit that. you keep that up by your chin. Right. And you don't, and then you move and dunk it and you don't go away from the rim. You go towards the rim. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of critiques you can give on that. But at the end of the day, they had a great game plan for they Zach Eady. He got frustrated and Purdue's offense when they it don't have Zach Eady in. That is uh, a different sound effect there. But, but I'm just telling you, that's that's the difference. So Well, and it's great when you think about it. Think about the last two times Purdue has played in the city. Oh, last I mean, year. Last, last year, year, Fairleigh Dickinson. They were a one. Fairleigh Dickinson was a 16. We saw an upset at Nationwide Arena. That's awesome. And now they come back. You know, you know that was on their mind. Oh, of course it you was. No, even of though they were playing was. in the same arena, yeah. that was on their mind. And then this happened. So I love to see it. More on Ohio State beating <laughs> and, and Purdue. Uh, we'll do that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You can expect some slow traffic on eastbound 70 downtown between the 71 West Split and Front Street. And there's a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane on southbound 71 on the north side at Spring Street, causing a couple minute delay. This report is sponsored by COSI, Center of Science and Industry. Transport yourself back in time and explore the fascinating story of the Titanic's maiden voyage. Coming to COSI March 9th, don't miss Titanic, the artifact exhibition featuring over 350 authentic artifacts recovered from the ocean. Floor. Tickets on sale now. Book your voyage at cosi.org. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. No common man today. Jen Winters filling in for him. It is the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Coming up at 534. Interesting comments after the game. Buckeyes beat Purdue yesterday, 73-69 to at the shot. By the way, everybody who said uh, all that atmosphere there, you can't do anything in that building. I know the building sucks, and it does. It does. But the atmosphere didn't suck when Ohio State and Iowa were playing for the women's team earlier this Mm -hmm. year. I was at that game. It was as loud as I've ever heard it. And I was at multiple Duke games. I've been at Michigan State games when it was top 10 teams. I've been there for big games. This was as loud as I've heard it for that game. I was not there yesterday. But from people who were there, it yes. was very loud. And again, I don't think the problem is solely the building. Building's an issue. When you have games where 12,000 people are going to show up, yeah, it's not going to be as loud as a place that has only 12,000 seats mm-hmm. holding 12,000 people, right? That's a smaller venue. Right. That's going to be louder in college basketball. But when you have games like this where you're actually going against a number two team in the country and playing well, whoever's there is going to be loud. And it was loud yesterday. You could tell on TV it was loud. You could totally tell. And then you could also tell that the crowd was kind of shocked at first. Like, this team's doing so well. I guess we better get 
amped up to meet the energy of the team playing on the court because, you know, they did not come in with that energy no, yesterday. You, you know what it kind of felt like was that you're just at like a local bar for karaoke and then suddenly a national recording artist walks in and is like, oh, they're going to play a concert oh, now. It's like, okay. oh, are you, are you excited about that? It's like, yeah, hell yeah. I wasn't I wasn't expecting that, but let's go. I'm, I'm in the for same it now. I was going to sing Piano Man five times in a row. This is right. great. Yeah. Uh, but this is a comment after the game from Matt Painter. So, of course, the Holtman, this is also the first game since Chris Holtman was let go by the or by the university. Yeah. And Jake Diebler takes over as the interim coach. And I thought coached a great game. Did Matt Painter, a legendary coach in his own right, mm-hmm. did he have things that kind of said, well, you know, maybe Jake Diebler had something to do with winning this game. He was asked that after the game. And here's what Matt Painter had to say. If he was here, the score would have been 73-69 Ohio State. Nothing. He's his assistant. They didn't run anything different. They didn't do anything different. They're the same team. It's a player's game. I know we got to organize. I know we got to structure. I know we got to get them to believe. We got to coach the hell out of them. But at the end of the day, it's a player's game. They have good players. Okay. Did he not watch film? Who? Dave Painter. Well, Matt I mean, Painter. Before the game? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he did, but like, I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what he saw. To your point, but they that, looked they like looked a totally, a totally different, different team different yesterday, team. and that's that's motivation. That's playing, executing well. He's saying they ran similar sets and did similar things. Yeah, this just in, they're not going to install. Not change the whole not, game. They're not going to install a new offense, a new no. defense. They're not going to run if they've never pressed before. They rarely run a press. They're not going to run like a but you one three one press or something. Exchange a player for another player within the same system, and yeah. that's what they did. You can in the moment of a game say this guy's playing well. I'm not going to put no. the guy in. I usually put here, despite all the analytics and data that we have that says now it's time for this guy to go in. If you're telling me that you thought that game went the way all the other Buckeye basketball games have gone this year, I don't I don't understand what you saw. What a dumbass. Well, you know, does Matt Sorry. I, no, I no, don't be sorry. <laughs> I, like, I wonder this, Jen. Does Chris Holman have naked pictures of like all these coaches? <laughs> oh, yes. Cuz I mean, Matt Painter was asked point blank did the guy, think if you were in the Jake Diebler's shoes, right. you would think as much as I'm sure Matt Painter feels bad for Chris Holtman, right? He he empathizes with someone who loses their job, who he feels like got a raw deal. Stupid, but Matt Painter surely feels like Chris Holtman got a raw deal. Jake Diebler's an assistant. I'm assuming Matt Painter at some point in his career was also an assistant. Mm-hmm. The pressure on you to take over in that moment with the same group of guys, everything's the same. Yeah. Now you're not playing just any old scrub team from the Big Ten. You're playing Purdue. And then he got the job done. Maybe Matt Painter doesn't have a gracious bone in his body, but I would have thought at the very least, as much as you feel bad for Chris Holman, wouldn't you look at what Diebler just went through and say, as a coach, I got to say, hats I think to him. hats off to him. Just a nice little tip of the cap to this assistant coach. No, they didn't run anything different. They didn't do anything different. Coaches don't make a difference is essentially what he said. Then why are we paying so, you three, yeah, four million dollars to coach these teams? Why are you there? You're an employee of the government, just like everyone else. But I don't. I mean, literally, uh, his job is to. The argument is that Matt Painter on your sidelines is better than replacement guy X or Y. Right. Right. If you get Matt Painter, that's why he's paid more than most coaches in college basketball. He is saying by that logic, no. I could drop the game plan and then go back to West Lafayette and some assistant could just stand out here and make calls and decisions and yell at refs. It doesn't even matter that I'm here. I could actually just coach this from home. I don't even have to be here. Does that does that sound like a guy that you would pay $3 million if he's like, it doesn't even matter if I'm here. Absolutely. All the assistants could do it. 
Absolutely. Yes. You know what? I would give him three and a half million dollars because he, you'd be saving money on his transportation costs. I'm just, I am so shocked by the amount of college basketball coaches who have come out of the work. We'll talk about more of them later who just come out of the woodwork to defend Chris Holtman today and or over the weekend and, and talk about it. And painters, the latest one saying it doesn't really matter that coaches coach because I like Chris Holtman so much. Again, this guy I know was too easy wins for you usually, but maybe now it's time to just acknowledge that Jake Diebler did a good job. He did. What a slight that is to Diebler. I would, I, I just feel like that's completely classless by painter. So yeah, good stuff. Also, Matt painter, if you don't have a seven footer in the middle, go figure your offense doesn't exist. No, that is to me. I don't know. That's not a $3 million. <laughs> you, you apparently know how to go to the woods Find a Sasquatch and then coach up a Sasquatch to play for your team. But if, if that guy's on the bench for any length of time, suddenly, whoopsie, we don't have a team. Your whole team goes to yeah, hell in a handbasket. I mean, they have had guys like Jaden Ivey back a couple years ago who were really good. I'm not denying he doesn't get other talent. but right. And they've got guys on this team who are good. But yesterday, that the only reason, again, that you win as Purdue is because you have a guy. Zach Eady doesn't even box out. Zach, no. Zach Eady was getting outplayed under the basket and ended up with 25 and 12. Why? Because everybody would get good position on him. He would then reach over their back, but not foul because he's so damn tall. And then he would get the ball and toss it back in from 18 inches away. And then it's like, there you go. Rebound in two points. That's half the stuff he got yesterday was not being in a good position. Right. That to me would go to bad execution and bad coaching, but his stats still look good. That is, to me, the deeper issue with Purdue. That is why I will be shocked if they do anything beyond a Sweet 16 berth. I don't think they'll lose in the first weekend. Because I think of they what learned happened. their lesson yeah. last season. They're going to be focused. <laughs> but that Sweet 16 comes knocking. You're going to play a good team? Unless they get a horrible, like a lucky draw where they play a horrible team, they're likely to get blown out before they even reach the Elite Eight, is my thought. I don't think they're making it two to three games in this tournament because they're not that good. They're not. But they have a guy who's just a code breaker when it comes to, we did everything right on defense and then the seven foot four guy who weighs 300 pounds tipped the ball in despite everyone blocking out and do what they're supposed to. We got them to take a bad shot. Everything was right and then he just equalized the game. For there, there's That's a, what he does. There's a band, I don't know if you know them, they're called Guided by Voices. They're from Dayton. Yeah, I've heard of they them. They have a song called I Am a Tree. It is it is Zach Eady's theme song. So I, I would just go listen to that. <laughs> That is so it's to a point. <laughs> he's, a, exactly. he's a giant mank. Yes. And by the way, there's a reason why he probably is going to win national college player of the year again. Again, Because he's really good at being tall go and ask, getting in people's way. Go ask Luca Garza how that's working out in the NBA. Oh. I, mean, I mean, again, I don't mean well, to be, I'm not trying to be mean to this dude. But, anymore, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, we do not see big men like that. Well, no. Do much. I mean, you have yeah, to be able to play. Lemon Yama is able to do that because he's a little more athletic and he's not like stiff. But he can shoot from outside. He what, can actually yes. dribble. He can what, play the game. What are they going to do with Edie if he makes Dude, it to the NBA? Zach Edie is literally every time down the court, he camps in the three point yes. line for like in the in the lane for the like lane. A, a minute. Yes. Then he when he gets the ball, he jumps away from the basket while swinging his offhand into his defender. Then somehow inexplicably gets calls against, against that defender. Yes. Where he gets to shoot free throws, which he actually does well. He shoots free throws well. I'll give him credit for that. The rest of his game, and he blocks. He can block the ball. When you're like jumping away from him, if you jump into him, watch out. You can you can take over the game against that guy. I am not, I am so not in on Zach Eady right now. And again, I'm not saying Zach Eady the person. I'm saying Zach Eady the, the, the probably two time college player of the year. Yeah. That is a joke. He is not the best player in college basketball. It wasn't last year. It won't be this year. 
But anyway, he's still probably going to win the award. Well, and it makes you like you just you basically understand why he didn't go pro last year. Yeah. After you see him you're right. play a few times, you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. He's still learning. Could Yarmo be back? Oh, no. Details next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Watch out, Pizza. Watch out for an accident at the intersection of Cleveland Avenue and Ferris Road, causing a few minute slowdown there. And also some slower traffic on northbound 71 on the south side between Greenlawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Don't miss huge savings on better sleep during Mattress Firm's President's Day sale. For a limited time, shop in-store to score a Sleepy's Queen mattress for only $89.99. That's over 60% off and the lowest price ever. So hurry in today. This deal is only here while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Off-topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a great Monday. It is the segment that's not a segment. Yikes is coming up at 534. Uh, Man and Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company right here on the fan. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. Uh, We have got plenty to get into. Plenty of football stuff to talk about. Some more college basketball stuff. We have got one of the worst human beings in sports to talk about in the 4 o'clock hour. His name rhymes with... um, Dick Spatino. Oh. I don't know if you know. I don't know who you know I'm talking about. I maybe you, can you know what's out. funny though is that we haven't heard uh, Dick Spatino's name mentioned as a replacement for Holtman. Oh, let me tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh boy! <laughs> I, I mean, again, we have very cushy jobs here. I enjoy what I do for a living. I would not walk off the job over that. Ooh. I would strongly consider walking over to Ohio State and saying. I may get fired for this, but how dare you? The hell. Yeah. Ross Bjork. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> By the way, uh, I saw this tweeted out from CBS, and it's uh, it's a incredible stat. So the Buckeye men's basketball team, the gentlemen Buckeyes, as they're called. Boys. Buckeye boys. Too. Buckeye boys. Until yeah. they went on the road. Until they Fair went enough. on the road. Buckeye boys. It's fine. Uh, they beat number two Purdue, as you know, yesterday, 73-69. 21-22 season, they beat number one Duke, 71-66. This is their record the last seven meetings at home versus top two opponents. 2017-18, they beat Michigan State 80-64. to That was a blowout. No. I, I was at that game. Uh, the North Carolina loss that they had, 2007-2008, that was 66-55. It's the only loss on here. You go back to 04-05, the number one Illinois game, undefeated Illinois. I believe yeah. that's the Matt Sylvester game, 65-64. I forgot about that game. 92-93 Indiana. They beat them in overtime 81-77 at home. That would have been at St. John Arena. Mm-hmm. And then number two, Purdue, going back to 87-88, beat them 71-60. So the last seven times we've had a number one or number two ranked opponent at home, uh, when Ohio State has been unranked, that should be the point that we're talking about here. When Ohio State's unranked, which sucks that we are, and they're playing a number one or number two, pretty good chance we're winning that game. So nice history there for it the Buckeyes. Nice. I like it. Uh, the thing I don't like is saw this over the weekend with the departure of Yarmo Kekalainen. We had, 
you know, Chris Holman leave. Mm-hmm. Yarmo's gone from the Jackets. John Davidson, president of Hockey Ops, he is he was on the game broadcast. Jackets took on the Sharks and won that game. Uh, Boone Jenner hit a regulation winner with mm-hmm. a few seconds left. Nice goal by him. I think he also had 26 minutes of ice time again. Johnson had like four, but whatever. We're, we're trying to win games as opposed to develop our young talent. Great idea by this dumb organization. Anyway, they won the game. That's all that we care about, apparently. John Davidson was talking about Yarmo and essentially said it was a rough week, but I talked to him earlier today. He was watching some film. We may use him in some capacity going forward in the future. What and why? Oh, Jen, have you not heard? Why? Oh, oh, I put this out there on Twitter over the weekend or X or whatever we're calling it now. I tweeted out this video and immediately I got a bunch of jacket fans uh-huh. who said, Yarmo is the greatest scout in NHL history. It, we have him under contract for another year. If he'll do scouting work for us, that is incredible news. How do you know that he's going to do it with well intentions? That's my thinking. Hey! What? <laughs> Sorry. The what organi- I know they're still paying me, but they still let me go. They so here's you. a middle finger and a crappy hockey player, but you should totally recruit and go after him and draft him if need be. Now, I'm I'm... I don't think he would purposely tank the Blue Jackets well, like that. I would do that. I and, <laughs> and that's what I, you know, right, you're projecting. I'm a terrible person. You are projecting. That's yes. fair. What I would ask, though, is, is Yarmo going to have the attention to detail when he's working from home? Uh, right. And not like, you know, again, like, <laughs> is he going to have that attention to detail when he's on the payroll? But it's like, yeah, but you're not in are charge they, anymore. Are they paying him to fly out to like, I don't know, to... You know, BFE Sweden to look at some guy. Like, right. is that a thing? Uh, it's probably on his own dime. Yeah. We're paying you money. Go do what you want to yeah, do. Go do it. And we're like, oh, this guy's good. The way that we look back in this organization, the way that Blue Jackets look back at mediocrity so fondly. Listen, number one, Yarmo is not the greatest scout in NHL history. I don't know who it is, but it's not him. You know why I know that? Because there's only one greatest of all time. And if the greatest of all time in anything with hockey was fired. in Columbus, we would have won more right. than one playoff series in the 11 years the GOAT was in the building scouting all these players. But that all said, I don't understand why John Davidson is allowed to run this team. Uh, I, I, I sure as hell don't either. I don't know why we look at Yarmo like he's God's gift to hockey when the re- return on this this investment with him was not very good at no. all. And I, that's the thing that kills me is that, like these jacket fans that are so like tied to him still like he didn't do anything. No, this, no, 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 no. He built the greatest farm system in the history of hockey. Jen sucks. This the greatest sucked for a long time. The greatest farm system in the history of hockey that we're afraid very much to let actually play hockey. Right. We don't want any of them to actually go play the no, hockey yet. Cause no. God forbid they might know. not be ready and they might get a hangnail. No, Unless they're Russian, then we will let them. The Russian, the Russian <laughs> the line, we're good no with. The, the Russians can play. We're good with them. But again, when Yarmo missed on a player like Pierre Luc Dubois, mm-hmm. well, that was a great trade because they traded for Patrick Line. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So they, they right. So they went and got Patrick Line. That's great. Patrick Line has been injured significantly on this team and has not lived up to his billing either. Now, I'm not talking about what he's currently what dealing going with. Through, no. He should take all the time he needs for that. Absolutely. Of course. But prior to that, there have been injuries almost every year he's been here. Yes. He has not been an effective player for this Jackets team. So the PLD assessment was not great. The trade to get Patrick Line did not really yield you anything of value. I mean, it yielded a guy that's got a massive contract. Right. And a, he's a 
impeccable dresser. Yeah, of course. But it's also a guy who's... He's been here while you've had some of your worst seasons. Yes. Is that coincidence? Probably. But my point is, every time Yarmo wins a pick, wins a trade... It's on paper, not on the ice. Right. So why does this organization look back at him and go, oh my gosh, if only. Just just cut the cord and move on. It's an, it's time for a new voice and a new everything in that front office. And instead, we're still pining for the fjords of Yarmo <laughs> Kekalainen. I don't I don't. Mike, my, my only question, though, is when will the tribute video be ready and <laughs> when do they play it? They've already got it. Are you kidding? Oh, they, I know. That's all they did this weekend. That's all they were working on was getting that tribute video up and running because you never know when he's going to be back. You don't. Got to have it going. Got to yes. have it ready. Um, there was actually something good that came out of the NBA All-Star game. A lot of people have trashed it, rightfully so. Jen, I'm sure you watched every second of the coverage. I, you know what I did, though, on, on, on Saturday night? Gathered my family. My parents came over. Uh-huh. Um, and then I had some friends come over. We sat around my radio that um, does not get AM, but I was able to finagle it to listen to... Good job. Um, ESPN Columbus, mm-hmm. uh, which is also on uh, 97.1 HD2. HD2. There you go. And we listened to the skills competition and the three-point contest, and then Sabrina versus Steph, and then, oh my gosh, my imagination went wild with the dunk contest. Well, we will talk about So great. Something that was good from the All-Star Weekend. At least I think it was. <laughs> it's kind of being overshadowed. We'll talk about yes. that next. It is uh, Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's a disabled vehicle on the right shoulder of eastbound 270 on the north outer belt at 71, causing some delay, and still an accident at the intersection of Cleveland Avenue and Ferris Road. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Monday. As my voice is getting froggy. I know. I'm Watch like, out. I, do you want some hauls? I've got them. <laughs> I've got some Timmy Hall back there as well, Aww. so we'll see. Big day tomorrow for, for Mr. Timmy Hall. Oh, yeah, I heard. Turning big 4-0. So excited. How about that? I, 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 we have something planned for him, but it'll be on Wednesday because mm. the, the office ladies were, were yeah, work from home tomorrow. We're w, I see. WFH tomorrow. Okay. So, so there's going to be something happening on Wednesday? Yeah. That's then that good. way he can just celebrate his birthday all week. Good for him. He should get yes. to do that. Yeah. But that's, yes, happy birthday tomorrow to Timmy Hall. Yay. The uh, segment that's not a segment, yikes, it's coming up at 534. Jen, pick a number real quick here. Two. Caller number two, 614-821-9710, is going to get four tickets to the 2024 Columbus Auto Show. The show runs, starts on Thursday, February 21st. That would be uh, this coming Thursday. 
runs through Sunday, February 25th at the convention center. Tickets on sale now, columbusautoshow.com. There you go. We were just talking about cars. Yes. Because we were uh, talking about the auto race that's been postponed from yesterday to today. Can I tell you how excited I am that I get to be in in general vicinity of Ted and you for the Daytona 500? This it's, is like a big deal. It's uh, starting off at four. Yeah. They had rain all day yesterday. So they just flat out canceled it like well, yesterday, they, yeah, which they, was, they knew. I've never heard them do that well, before. Well, they knew it was, there was no window for them to get it in. It takes, it's two and a half mile track. It takes them like hours to dry the track oh, once wow. it, once it's soaked with rain. Yeah. Anyway, so they, they're running it today. So we were going over different like wagers. I said, uh, Chase Briscoe, who's like 60 to one odds. Yeah. But in this type of race, everybody's stacked up. They have these restrictor plates they put on the car. So everyone basically stays in a pack Which no I one didn't separates no was a thing you watch it when it, when we flip it on if if we have it on in here you'll see it's it's just 40 cars going around in a train all of them within a second of each other like front to back will be less than two seconds apart oh wow the whole time going 200 laps and then one guy will like turn his wheel a degree to the left too soon and half the field will go up and smoke because they'll just nice. all wreck because they're all so close so there's no rhyme or reason to this one. If you bet it, I would say go with a long shot and just pick someone that has a funny name or that you think sounds like someone who would be like Lightning McQueen in Cars, whatever. <laughs> just pick someone that you think would be like a Ricky Bobby type of character, Cole Trickle. Just grab some dude. Ricky Bobby. Yeah, just do that. And you're, and then, I mean, it's not, don't do that any other week of the NASCAR season other than when they go to Daytona or Talladega. Uh-huh. Those are the two r- tracks, four races they do there where it's like this. But just... This one, you could just literally pick a name out of a hat and have a good a chance as picking the favorite. Well, and the, the the site that I'm on has a boost, a 25% boost there you so, go. for outright winner. So I'll, I'll throw in like two bucks. Nice. See there what happens. Uh, so something good from the NBA All-Star Game. Obviously, it's getting a lot of flack. Uh, this is probably the only sports radio show in America that's gone from Daytona 500 discussion <laughs> to, <laughs> to NBA All-Star, All-Star Game, Game discussion. So I understand that's a big whiplash for you. But here's what I want to throw out there. Uh the game yesterday sucked. It was non-competitive. Yeah. Everyone has been bashing it, rightfully so. I don't know what. To, well, I, I have thoughts on how to fix that, but more on that in a second. What is the thing that? I mean, at least in my mind, here's what I think: All Star games used to be good for the baseball All Star game years ago. I'm talking, you know, when it first started. Right. You never got to see the National League stars and the American League stars play against each other, no. other than a World Series. There was no interleague play. No. This was a chance to find out what the best of the best could do from these other leagues. Matchups only happen once a year, and this was that time. Now, in baseball, you have interleague play. You have free agency, which you didn't have, I don't think, when the All-Star game started. So you had you had guys that now can move around where before it's like, well, this guy never played in that league. Well, now he does, right? You get to see yeah. different matchups, things like that. You have the same problem in the NBA now, which is when I was a kid in the 90s, I never got to watch like Dikembe Mutombo and the Denver Nuggets, maybe a handful of times a year, the Sonics. I, You know, you'd see the Lakers, the Celtics, the Bulls. You'd see those teams, but the Knicks were on a lot. But if I wanted to see like a San Antonio Spurs game, that was never on. Oh, I never got to see the Jazz. Like I love the Jazz. Yeah, Malone John Stockton. Stockton. And sure. the only time we would see them is, and you know, God bless my mom. She would take us to Cleveland every year so we could see the Cavs and the Jazz play. There you go. And so yeah, so yeah, no, there was no way you would see that on cable. Well, we didn't. We that's what I used to like about the NBA All Star Game, yes. right? Is that you could see, oh man, now we get to see these guys that we never get to watch because even though they play a lot, I, there wasn't a cable package that had no all these games. 
Now you can see all these NBA, number one, all these guys play with each other half the time because they're going to flop. Kevin Durant's played on half the teams in the league now. Right. Like you, if you wanted to see him play with Steph Curry, congrats, you've already done that. If you want to see him play with Devin Booker, congrats, he does that now. Yeah. Like if you want to see him play with Russell Westbrook back, like James Harden, he's done all these things. Yes, all these guys you you've seen them move around a bunch, but they also play eighty two games on every screen. Yeah. They're everywhere. What you don't get to see anymore are like these special moments. I thought that Steph versus Sabrina thing, which is something you cannot get anywhere else, that moment was, yes, created for this All-Star game, but that was cool. I thought it was cool, too. And I I mean, Sabrina lost, but she tied the same amount of threes that who I can't even remember who won the three point. I think contest. it was Dame, Dame Lillard. Was it Dame, Dame Lillard? It was, yeah. yeah, Lillard. And and so she tied him. Sabrina Ionescu is one of the best shooters in the WNBA. She yes. she did a thing where I want to say how many I forget how many shots it they take. It was twenty six shots. She missed her first shot. It was the skills competition for the WNBA yes. All Star Game. She missed the first one but and then, then went, made the rest. It was twenty six in a row. Yeah, or something like that. Ridiculous. Yeah, she scored the most points anyone's ever done in the skills competition, men or women. Yeah. So they put her in this to see how do you do against Steph, and she was only she lost by three. I right. Mean, that's pretty good with the greatest shooter of all time. And no one was trying to debate who was if, no. if she had won. It wouldn't be like oh now she's better. No, it was just. Let's see what these two great competitors can do. And, and I thought that was that was awesome. It was great. And she decided to use the NBA three-point line. They gave her the opportunity to yeah. shoot from the WNBA line. And she said, no, I'm going to do that, but I will use the WNBA ball. Well, and that to and me is, that's, if you made Steph shoot with the WNBA ball, he would have shot terribly. Yeah. Because you're just, you're you grow up your whole life it. shooting with a certain size basketball. Yes. Kids, 10 to 11 is when you kind of do the, the boys basketball versus the girls basketball. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that, I mean, Steph's been shooting with that since he was probably single-digit age. So, no, you shouldn't change that. But the three-point line thing Kenny Smith was talking about, I mean, they're all shooting from the logo anyway. Oh, Men right. and women in these pro leagues, like, I don't think that mattered. No. It was it was just the fact of it was a really good contest. It was. She did better than all the other guys who shot in the three-point contest or as good. And yet the focus was maybe she got tired because her little woman arms couldn't throw the ball mm-hmm. as far. And it's like... Do we have to do that every single time? Or couldn't we just acknowledge this was a cool moment? Kenny Smith. He completely missed the moment. Well, and I like that Reggie, um, oh my God, why did I just totally... Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller like yeah. called him out. Because, you know, I, I yes. love Reggie Miller, but his sister was a way better basketball player than he was. <laughs> Cheryl called, was awesome. Yes. Cheryl ca- Miller's one of the all-time greats. The all-time greats. He called Kenny out. And it's just like, it, it pisses me off because yet again, here we are, Bone where we're talking about something that involved a woman in a sporting event, and it gets overshadowed by something stupid. The story became a dude. Yeah. It was something great that a woman did, and yeah, the story became about some idiot dude. Some dumbass. And I mean, all the dumbassery that happens, we saw that with the the women's NCAA championship game, because, you know, Angel Reese did the, you can't see me, to Caitlin Clark. Which is what Caitlin Clark does to everybody. It's fine. It was just a thing. It was competitive. And then we get, you know, invited both teams to the White House. We just shut up. And then we saw it with the woman running onto the court with when Ohio State beat Iowa and ran into Caitlin Clark. And then that became a whole thing. And it's just like it took away from the moment of what she actually did. Right. And And you even had Jay Williams over the weekend going, well, Caitlin Clark's not actually great because she doesn't want a national championship. And it's like, like, shut up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Right. Can we just go ride your motorcycle? So some more. Sorry. (laughs) Wow. Not sorry. No, you know what? That guy's an idiot. That's that's fine. Uh, A bunch of college basketball coaches are salty about Ohio State. I'll tell you why next. 
It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's some stop-and-go traffic causing a five-minute delay on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mount Street and 315. And watch out for an accident blocking two right lanes on southbound 71 on the north side after Polaris Parkway. Emergency crews are on scene there. And you'll hit some slower traffic on northbound 71 on the south side between Greenlawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same flexible payments. Go to Direct auto.com for a free quote i'm nicole for 97.1 the fan traffic without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Monday. It is the segment that's not a segment coming up 534. It's Yikes. Do that with Jen Winters, who is in for Common Man today. Saw that uh, Samantha... Common Man's daughter. Yeah. They were at the game. Yes. Along with Mrs. Common Man. Yes. They were all out there. She got on the Jumbotron, did Samantha. Oh. And I also saw that, I mean, they obviously Purdue lost. Ohio State won the game. Mm-hmm. I believe the last game they went to was another victory for Ohio State. It was State. the Penn State game. Right. And they won. And she was also on the Jumbotron then, too. Well, <clears throat> maybe if uh, Chris Holtman had uh, you um, know, knew this beforehand, maybe he should have parked that limo. <laughs> Out in front of uh, Common Man's house and be like, guys, you're welcome anytime. Come yes. on to the game. Apparently, he's, you know, I'm just saying. That might have helped him out. Might have got him some luck there. I think so. I I mean, I don't know. I, I, I told him that we should get s- some funding together and get her passes for the rest of the season, even including the road games. Yeah. Because I think that'll help them, especially as they get ready to go into the Big Ten tournament. I mean, what a positive way to end the season. One thing I know Mike loves, traveling yes. at all, but and especially crowds. for sports and crowds. He yes. loves being in crowds. He will love that. Timmy Hall is in here. Timmy, uh, what's up, guys? Hi, buddy. Jen Bone? How, how are you feeling about these comments that all these coaches have about the Holt man and the apparently you've got coach K talking about it. You've got Tom Izzo saying it's a disturbing trend that we're firing guys like Chris Holtman. Yeah. Uh, The rhetoric's a bit much look. And again, I know it's been a rough week. I know it's been difficult and these like Tom Izzo is a mentor for Chris Holtman. So you know, we we have this in certain places too, right? Where if you're too close to a situation, you would just rec- recuse yourself, right? And you know, not discuss things, not talk about it. Coach K does that podcast, I believe he got into the discussion too, and I've caught that before. I don't know when it comes on, but it's Coach K talking ball, so you're going to listen, right? It's one of the greatest basketball mo- basketball minds out there. But the way that I flipped that back was, you know, Buckeye basketball is trying to get back to where some of your programs are in stature, right? 
Like, you've got Duke, you've got Michigan State, you've got Villanova. Those are places where Ohio State's always aspiring to be. We know we're not those blue bloods in college basketball, but it is a top 20 all-time college basketball program. Pretty good in the grand scheme. And take John Shire, for instance, who's following a tough act, right? right. Where Coach K is. If it was the exact same blueprint for for John Shire, what would they be saying at Duke? That's, oh, that's the question. Yeah. If Duke hadn't won a, a road game, a true road game in over a year. Forget forget about the road game mess. Well, I'm saying just, just take the, us the, the six or seven 20, years. Nine and 25 in conference the last two years. Yeah. And just again, take the not winning an ACC tournament or a regular season title or making a second weekend trip in a six-year span. He'd be gone. Absolutely. What would they be saying about Shire taking over? Well, and you know what, and you know what uh, Coach K would be saying? He'd be saying, hey... I'm just, yeah, man. I, you know, I, I can't tell the university what to do. I just, uh, I used to coach here. I'm, I'm, I'm out on that. Like, <laughs> he wouldn't be back in his guy if, if with all that. Well, and, and famously, Coach K has a lot of respect for the administration that was at Duke way back when in the '80s, I guess it was. Yeah. And well, if you look at that, I think it was year three for Coach K, if I'm not mistaken. It was a woeful record, and. I think even he maybe thought that he wasn't going to get a a chance to recuperate, to replenish after that. And he did, and the rest was history. But it's not it's not quite exactly the same thing that's well, going on. Also, was he getting paid three and a half million dollars in year three at Duke in nineteen eighty three? I would, no. wonder no. if he was making a hundred and twenty. I don't point. know. Maybe. Was 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 there the availability of all these people to watch those games back? Then no, other than if you were at the games themselves, maybe locally on TV, there was not a national TV product, mostly for this. There, You would have had games on TV, but not not the level you have now where every Duke game is televised. Every Ohio State game is largely televised. I'm just saying, Jen, I mean, I, I think that also if you held Chris Altman to the standard that Coach K was held to, mm-hmm. Coach K then won the regular season championship, conference tournament champion, and went to a Final Four in his sixth season. Chris Holman in his sixth season completely missed the tournament and is on was on pace to do that again here right. up until losing his job. So I think it's apples to oranges from Coach K. I think if you want to look at his first three years, that's fine, but it has gone the opposite direction for this Buckeye basketball team. Disturbing so. is a bit much. Yeah. Of of a of an adjective. Well, that's what from it, from Izzo, Izzo right? Said it's, that. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's difficult. It's tough. Because I've said this before. I I think Holtman's a heck of a coach. He's a good coach. It didn't work out, and it's too bad that it didn't. It, this was far from a from a face plant of a tenure, right? We've seen right. way, way, way worse coaches come into a situation. He went to more NCAA tournaments than not. I've said it before. The the one that that sort of kept this going on the decline was the Oral Roberts game. That was it for me. Oh God, yes. They were they achieved. I forgot all about that. They wound up having a better team than they thought they would have going into that pandemic tournament, where they talked a lot about what that team could have been. But the team on the flip side was better, even, and they were a two seed. And that's when you're saying that is what I'm talking about, right? Well, right. A two seed for Buckeye basketball. Yeah. They should be able to get that every so often, not every year, but every so often. They lose that game, and then you're thinking, ah, the best team they've had. And they don't just go out in the second round, they go out in the first round. Yep. And it was yeah. just devastating for the program. Well, and you know what, though? That's the thing. A good program that has to recover from that. And, and they I, didn't. No, they didn't. And they didn't. And, yeah. So, well, thank you, Timmy. I appreciate the insight on that. Because it is, honestly, it's 
it's perplexing to me. I don't know. Do these do these guys, they just are running to the defense of Chris Holtman. There have been coaches who have been fired before in college basketball with better resumes than Chris Holtman, I'm right. quite sure, too. No. Like, but no. I think these guys are just hoping that when that time comes for them, when they lose their jobs, that it's a little, it's not as, you know, cutthroat as it was for Holtman, not, you know, before the season's over and that sort of stuff. And I, who even knows, but you know, you know what else is sad before I say goodbye is Ted pointed out. We also say goodbye to a great beard today. Jacques Vaughn got oh, fired by the yeah. Nets. Yes. And just look at that beard. That is one of the most, uh, how, magical beards of all time. Season? This was only his second season. No, I feel like he's because, been there longer than that. It's actually his 38th season. Hang on. Because Nash was there. What? And he's uh, I don't know. He's I'm, the he's Mr. New Jersey. I he's forgot. Jersey guy over there. He was Didn't the, you have a Brooklyn Nets he was, hat? Yeah, he was the interim in 2020. Oh, in but then 2020. He was, but then, but then he, he got he passed got, over he got by, passed Steve over Nash. by Steve Nash. Nash. Yeah. Okay. 2022 was when he took over. So, okay. So, okay, you're, yeah, within a couple within of years. A, okay. Wow. Yeah. What a, well, what a sad yeah. way to go. Timmy, I'm Mr. New Jersey, but you're Mr. Kansas and Jacques Vaughn, your guy. Jacques Vaughn and Greg Ostertag and mm. Rafe LaFrance. Yeah. Paul Pierce. Yeah. yeah. You know who Mr. Worldwide Scott is? Scott Pollard. Huh? That? Was that? Mr. Pitbull. Worldwide. That's right, Teddy. That's right. Dolly. There you go. <laughs> By the way, I saw, was it Scott Pollard that had the, uh, is that right? That he had the heart transplant? Am I wrong? It's Scott yeah, the, that's right. Yeah. Scott saw, Pollard got a new heart? I just saw yeah. that he had a heart transplant wow. over the weekend, and he's recovering from it and doing, yeah. Like, just this weekend? Life comes at you fast, Timmy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Wow. We're, we're to catch up on the Kansas news. We're old is what I'm telling you, buddy. Like, when I saw that, I'm like, I didn't think people our age were old enough to need a heart transplant, but I, but not our age, but you know, that was a little earlier than us, but still, that's. I didn't, I, it's just, I'm not, I think he's in his early fifties and he's getting a heart transplant, but wow. good for him. He got one. It was a little awkward on the broadcast though. Cause I was watching the Kansas game and whoever was doing the game was like, well, thanks to the donor. And it's like, um, I don't know if you know how that works, but the donor's dead. That donor's dead. I mean, I maybe, yeah, I don't know. Just thank, a, I mean, thank the, thank, thank his spirit though. Thank the, thank the family. Yeah. 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 Thank you to people who do this, who put donor on the card. That's, That's why you, good. Hey, why thanks you do that, that guy. right? Yeah. Dad, like, thanks like so Pop much. Pop always said, where I'm going, Tim, I won't need it. The guy in the broadcast, whoever it was, I feel like, was catching it as he was saying it was like oh yeah that's right it's not like donating a kidney <laughs> that's all you have there's only one and when you give that one up you're kind of done then we have a, ki- a basketball uh, kidney transplant too sean elliott famous spur oh, did we oh yeah didn't you're right, give oh, a I feel kidney like to his right. brother or he got a kidney from his brother I feel so like he that's right playing. there you go wow yeah this is vestigial organ mm-hmm. discussion I don't know if that's vestigial. And he, of course, is good buds with the rear admiral, David Robinson. (laughs) He is the admiral. He is the admiral. Hey, Timmy, just really quick. Happy birthday. I know it's tomorrow. It's It's not my birthday. Happy early birthday. I appreciate that, but yeah. It's tomorrow. Big boy. Had the whole birthday. birthday. Had the whole birthday weekend. Family drove in. It's been a scene, man. We're celebrating all week long, Timmy. Yes. You might not see much tomorrow, but come Wednesday... You just Come wait. Wednesday, it'll Come be all Wednesday. right. Jimmy it'll Buffett? be all right because the ladies from upstairs and I, we will be working <laughs> in the office, and you will know <laughs> the ladies that upstairs. it's your birthday. You will have apparently <laughs> apparently decorations. Nice. Decorations are happening. <laughs> decorations are happening at your desk. There you go. <laughs> there might be some food. There might be some fun things. So just oh, get ready, Timmy. Oh boy! Yeah. All that and more. All that Can't and wait. more. All right, Timmy. Well, happy early birthday. Glad you're here. And uh, you can hear more from Timmy, right? He'll be on later? No? Maybe. 
I don't know when you're on. Whatever you know. want. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> well, he's hosting the roundtable tonight. That's right. I know of course he's putting he is. that together. Of course he is. Well, thanks for taking your time out from uh, doing that, Timmy. Get back to work. Uh, team up north will have a unique situation at quarterback this year. An old man is going to be playing quarterback possibly for them. We'll discuss this next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You should know there's an accident at the intersection of 5th Avenue and Edge Hill Road causing a delay. And you'll hit some slower traffic on southbound 270 on the east outer belt between Livingston Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by COSI, Center of Science and Industry. Transport yourself back in time and explore the fascinating story of the Titanic's maiden voyage. Coming to COSI March 9th, Don't Miss Titanic, the artifact exhibition featuring over 350 authentic artifacts recovered from the ocean floor. It's on sale now. Book your voyage at cosi.org. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Shun. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. That's right, Jen Winters filling in for Common Man today. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. And you know the place that Common Man and I do all of our banging when it comes to sports gambling. It's one place. It's Hollywood Casino Columbus, specifically the sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus. You can't just walk in to the front desk and then be like, take my bet. I want to bet on a sport. They'll be like, go to the sports betting <laughs> part of this place because this is a craps table. And then you say, oh, I'm so sorry. I misunderstood. And then you go to the sports betting area, which is luxurious, mm-hmm. 12,000 square feet, more TVs, and you're going to know what to do with. They're going to have all your favorite games up there. And delicious food and drink options. They will bring it right to your table. You can gamble to your heart's content and watch it all in stunning HD. What a brilliant concept. The sports book at Hollywood Casino Columbus must be 21 or older. Gambling problem called 1 800 Gambler. Kenny Rogers will pick up and say hello. Oh, from the, from the net, the ever from beyond. The, from the nether, yes, from the, I was going to say from the nether region. From the nether I don't think that's. Hello. Yikes. That's right. Coming up at 534. <laughs> yes. The segment is not a segment. <laughs> Uh, so I saw this about our our friends from the team up north, uh, Meat Chicken. Mm-hmm. They have a guy that is apparently going to be one of these dudes that plays for a very long time. We've seen a few of these stories this oh, offseason. I know where you're going. Seventh year quarterback, Jack Tuttle. Oh. This is, I mean. I thought you were going to say Tom Brady because he still oh. had a year of eligibility and then that COVID year everyone was That's granted. right. Tom Brady also has a COVID year, but I think he's busy with now doing broadcasting. Uh, it's oh, taking over for Greg Olson. Yes, that's yeah. right. Okay. Jack uh, Tuttle. Jack Tuttle got granted another year of eligibility. That will make it his seventh year in college <laughs> wow. football. He is a professional student, apparently. Uh, he was a four-star quarterback at San Marcos Mission Hills High School in 2018. You might recall Ryan Day when he was recruiting, went there to watch Jack Tuttle play football. And as he was watching the game, he's like, this guy's all right. Kind of mid, if I'm honest. I don't know if he said that. I'm just putting words in his mouth. But he said, who's this dude out here making plays left and right? This skinny little wide receiver, Chris Olave. Oh, this I've heard dude of him. is good. 
And so that became who they actually recruited from. I'm sure they recruited Jack Tuttle too, but right. they weren't as high on him. They were more high on on Chris Olave. Yeah. So Olave then joins the Buckeyes, as you know, pretty great. Got a great story. Went on to the NFL. Doing good things. And is actually now a professional in the NFL. Meanwhile, Jack Tuttle is still playing college ball. Hey, let him live. He initially went to Utah, then went to Indiana, and most recently found himself at the team up north, where he was a backup last year. He won the backup job. Don't think he's going to win the starting job this year, but let him live. Seven-year quarterback. See, but he still is trailing an eligibility behind Miami's, the U's tight end, Cam McCormick, who is now on his ninth year of eligibility. How? I mean, again... I don't, I, I don't care. This I don't so care. Much. But how is it legal? I like I it's fine. I'm glad this guy, if he wants to play it's for 30 years, he, I don't care. He redshirted as a true freshman in 2016. Okay. Like in, in Oregon. That's one. Yeah. And then he played 13 games as a reserve in 17. Okay. Then he was injured, a broken leg in 18. So there's uh, an injury then, redshirt. And then there was complications from the broken leg in 18 in 2019. Okay. And then in 2020, a foot injury. Um, and then that went into the 21 season with a foot injury. And then he was granted a six year of eligibility in 19 and had another one added in 2020 with the COVID thing. And oh my God, I'm really tired. But yeah, he's still here. I don't, I mean, again, good for him. Yeah. It sounds like he got so many injuries that they were just like, (laughs) how many years you want to do? I mean, Seth Towns, it feels like he's still, he's still playing college ball. Oh my God. You're right. He's playing at, uh, Uh, maybe it's Howard. I think think he went to Howard and he's playing, he's getting like. 15 points a game or something. He's actually playing all right. But yeah, Howard. Yeah. Howard and I feel Bison. like he's been in, he's been in school forever. Yes. But let him live. Right. I'm just saying, I I, I don't, I'm not mad about it. No. I just, for me at some point, if I were a college athlete, it's probably a great life. At some point I would be like, all right, I want to move on to the next phase <laughs> where I go get like a regular job. And I, but it's like, again, like Matthew McConaughey and dazed and confused. They, he keeps getting older, but they, they, the, the females all stay the same age. It's true. That's true. So there you go. Let Seth me, Towns is 26, by the way. So let me ask you this question. Because hmm. you were you went to college. I did not. Yeah. The only thing I have to equate this to is like high school sports for me. But was there anything in life that you did, high school or college, where, you know, like even just your college experience, right? You graduate. It's over. Mm-hmm. And they're like, would you like to come back for another year? Not to earn anything extra on your degree or anything. Just come back and do another year of college. Just stall on going out into the real world no i graduated early actually okay um so i came in as almost a a sophomore my freshman year um at ou and so i just kept going at that rate and i graduated i winter quarter because we were on quarters at ou then because yeah i'm old um yeah so winter quarter i was done and then i sublet my apartment to a friend and i got the hell out of there and wanted to start my life. See, that's where I would have been too. And I didn't like, I did not want to stick around. I just wanted to get out and start my life. Yeah. My, my senior year playing basketball in high school, which again, I played at a very small, tiny Christian school where I would not have played at a public school. I would not have been anywhere good enough to do that, but I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun by the end of it though. I was like, if you told me you have to come back to school for another year, but you get to play high school basketball again, I'd been like, no, 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 <laughs> not a chance. I had no desire to do that. All my friends were leaving. Like, oh, yeah, that's the thing I think about. I mean, I guess when you transfer schools, you kind of get over that. But mm-hmm. it's like all the guys, you know, all the people on your team, 
your classmates, your fellow. That again, they all go on. But then again, I guess when you transfer to three schools, you have to make new friends anyway. So this guy's just like, whatever, I'll just keep doing it. I mean, and I had like all my girlfriends had were graduating. I had guy friends who were engineers. So they were in to get their master's degrees. And so they all would have been there had I decided to come back. But, you know, I just I wanted a hell out of there. Well, you know, one of the reasons a lot of people choose to stay in college Mm. Karen Holbrook. Absolute drunken orgies. Right? That's right. I mean, that's, oh, saw my OU. fair share of those at OU. Especially down at OU. I'm quite yes. sure you did. They're just all over the place. Yeah, I have no <laughs> doubt about that. Especially on Mom's Weekend. That's kind of scary. By the way, did you see this guy? So last night they had, yesterday afternoon, they had the uh, the the Rangers were in the winter or the stadium series. Yes. By the way, they officially announced the Jackets oh, so hosting excited. the stadium series with the Red Wings next year. Great. March 1st. It's officially on the calendar. It's all It'll been... It'll be 85 degrees. <laughs> no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. It will... like Again, this year, two weeks from March, we had an eight-inch snowstorm right. out of nowhere. Next year, it will be like, oh, it's the warmest late February, early March we've ever seen. Of course. Of course. Anyway, they're playing the stadium series last night. I believe it was uh, on Saturday night. I want to say it was either the Islanders and Devils, maybe, I think. I they think were playing so. that one or Devils and Flyers or something. Anyway, and then the one last night was Islanders, Rangers, I believe. Yeah. Either way. So Matt Rempe is a guy who got called up. It's his first shift in the NHL, and it's at this game. Oh, no pressure. No pressure. So he goes out and then said one of the guys on the other team, he gets on the ice. This is his first action. He is He is put into the game. He's a big brawler type of guy, huge dude. And one of their big brawlers for the other team was like, you want to go? And he's like, absolutely. So his first game is a stadium series game. His first shift, yes. he gets asked, do you want to go? And he's like, let's do it. They had a throw fight. The gloves they throw the gloves down. And then he talked about it after the game. Essentially, he's sitting in the penalty box and they're both discussing it. And the guy's like, yeah, Hey, welcome to the NHL. Congratulations on that. You're, you're a good That's fighter. So awesome. He said your, your reach is better than Zidane Chara's. I fought that dude and you're actually better than him. So like, how cool is that? I mean, that would be a bucket list, you know, like you finally, make oh, yeah. it, I mean, you're in this grand like stage of a game. And then, first like minute out there it's like the gloves come off and you're just fighting yeah that's yes that's great i i enjoy that that happened and that's a nice moment and again it's because you're allowed to fight in hockey which is which is which is why hockey is so great of course it is uh we have got a little bit of some audio here from one of the worst humans in sports <laughs> he showed his entire ass over the weekend and we'll discuss it next it's common man and t-bone with jen winters filling in on the fan Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Traffic is slower on southbound 315 between Kinnear Road and 3rd Avenue. It's also stop and go on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mound Street and 315. A couple minute delay there. And we've got an accident on Cleveland Avenue at Ferris Road. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Now during Staples Citathon, you can save up to $180 on select chairs, desk chairs, computer chairs, even gaming chairs. In-store only, offer ends 3-2. See associates for details. Stop by Staples today and Grab a seat. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes. 
innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com. Murdering brain cells, one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a great Monday. The segment that's not a segment, yikes. It's coming up at 534. One of the yikes could be my voice, which apparently is is deciding mid-show to abandon me. I'm sorry about that. You should just get its ass back in here. I know. What the hell, voice? That's what I get for ripping Zach Eady, apparently, making fun of... uh, Yeah, right? Uh, By the way, Jen Winters in for Common Man today. If you have missed any of the show, if you miss any of our shows, don't worry. We've got them for you. Wherever you get podcasts, just search Common Man and T-Bone. You can find them there. All of it is brought to you by our friends at Care Heating and Cooling, but they take care of that so that you can enjoy if you miss a little bit of the show. Yeah. We don't want you to, but if you do, we understand. We understand you have to go to the bathroom. It's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sometimes you just spend a little bit longer in the bathroom. Right. I mean, I would say take your radio or your phone or whatever you're listening to, take it with you. Of course. You know, if you miss it. But, you know. It's okay. You don't I, want to take yeah. your radio in to the bathroom at work with you, though. That's exactly right. That'd be a little weird. Uh, so Jen is watching with me because we are just moments away from the start of the Daytona 500. They're getting ready to drop and the I've green flag. I've never watched the Daytona 500 before. Have you ever watched a NASCAR race? I watched the one that was in the Coliseum because I was oh. I was absolutely like obsessed with how they were going to run that. Okay. Yeah, right. It's a little bit bigger track here. That was like an eighth of a mile. This is like two <laughs> right. and a half miles. And and that was fun to watch because it was so tight. Like there was no room to move. Yeah. So well, I'm excited. I get to share my, my first Daytona five hundred experience with with two dudes who love the NASCAR. Well, so. Panama Ted loves NASCAR. I know. Uh we have got I think we've got some bets riding on this too, so we're all hopeful that our guys Chase make it through. Chase Briscoe is that who I? Picked? That's who I, I That's have. Chase who I Br- picked. Okay, then we both have Chase Briscoe. So there we go. A long shot, probably not going to win. Yeah, but you don't don't put a lot of money it's on this dollar. type of thing. Exactly <laughs> right. Just a little flyer. Uh, by the way, Jen, this is how it's going to go. They're going to be stacked up like that for two hundred laps. It's just, very. They look like little matchbox cars, just all kind of yeah chilling out. They're going roughly 190 miles an hour. It's and, and just to think of the science behind all of that. Wait till they show an in-car insane. camera. They'll show an in-car camera where you will see how close they are, and it is it is insanity to see. Again, if you don't like NASCAR, you don't like auto racing. I totally understand that, but there is something to appreciate how close these cars it's all run. Like parallel parking. Yeah, like you I know, could, like I couldn't. You're I, driving through the Short North or Italian Village, and you can't get in anywhere. It's because everybody's parked like that. Yeah, <laughs> but they're I, driving. I, Right. I'm telling you, like, the skill it takes to do this, it doesn't look like much, but it's insane. Uh, no so. way in hell I'd do it. Uh, no way in hell I would play for Rick Patino. No, that is also true. I'm also not talented enough to have that problem. Or let him touch me in any way whatsoever. What a... Listen. That <laughs> man is gross. I was going to say, gross individual. I'm going to play some uh, quotes from him. So yesterday, his team, St. John, if you didn't mm-hmm. know, St. John, they are... They are putrid. They're struggling to make the tourney this year. Uh, They played Seton Hall in a nice traditional matchup. This was at home for St. John, one of their like eight arenas that they play in because they have the one on their campus. They have the one that's Madison Square Garden. Then they also play at the UBS Center, which is, I think, where the Islanders play. That's where this game was. Okay. They were up double digits and lost the game. Seton Hall stormed back, won the game, beat St. John. He was not happy about this. So after the game... He was asked, why did you lose that game? What went wrong? Here's a little collage of humanitarian, all-around great guy, Rick Pitino, 
throwing his team completely under the bus. We just lack toughness. We just don't. Oh, I'll play. It we again. just lack toughness. We just don't move our feet on defense. Look, they they shot thirty seven free throws. Throughout the stats, you see it every game. The amount of free throws they shoot and the amount of free throws we shoot. Look at what Naheem shot on the year. Look at what uh, Chris Ledlam shot on the year. I mean, you're a power forward. You play 29 minutes without a free throw. Uh, that means you're not offensive rebounding, not getting to the line. So it's it's really the, all the toughness things of why we give up leads. All right. So far, he has talked about how his guys don't play defense well, <laughs> no toughness, can't rebound, can't shoot. They don't get to the free throw line. Is there more? Oh, yes, there's more. We are so non-athletic. That we can't guard anybody without fouling, and really, it's not about losing. Because even in winning, winning, when we watch the film, I see unathletic plays. I, I see people that don't handle a ball. That's just interested in taking quick shots. So it's been disappointing year. If you had to do it over again, would you have attacked your first offseason differently? I had no choice. We just could take who we could get, who was available. We had no choice. Um, I don't think we were going to win the first year anyway. Because when you rush like that and you don't see the players and you just uh, not not a whole lot we can do, but it's um, I think I've enjoyed even even the Celtics when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. Hmm. So all right, so most unenjoyable experience he's had. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't throw any more of his players under the bus though. You have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. Look, I'm disappointed. I don't want to say the wrong things, but I'm really disappointed in my team. Oh, that's great. <laughs> he he spent more time on this talking about how uh, he was like just completely his guys are not tough. They're not physical. They can't move. They can't do anything right. But I mean, good for him for being upfront and honest about everything and mm. being transparent. Because sure. you don't want him there sugarcoating anything. No, not at all. No, I am. I am. I don't know why so anybody funny. wants to play for this guy. He he called out guys by name. Yes, you are a college coach getting paid twenty million dollars to coach basketball, and this is how you choose to evaluate <laughs> your team. Maybe admit because if you don't know the story, he came in there and most all of his team transferred out. And then he went and got transfers to come in and missed on a lot of these dudes. And so rather than take the L for that and say, that's on me, I got the wrong guys. No, he has gone on and say, this guy's not athletic. That guy's not athletic. That guy can't play. This guy can't play. They all suck. It's all their fault. Not mine. Like not his fault. It's (laughs) he also had other quotes in this where he said that St. John's has uh, crappy facilities. I'm cleaning that up. Yes. But that's not an excuse either. No, it's not. Just a terrible human being. Maybe he should just retire and just go on with his life. Yeah. Like, I know he had some mild success at Iona, which is why he's now, you know, climbed that ladder of success to St. John's. But maybe he should just hang it up, go home, think about, you know, some Italian food or something like that. And I can go to that Italian go restaurant. To that Italian restaurant. Right in Louisville? Yeah. Bed that lady and then, you know. Well, remember, there was that scandal where he apparently is alleged to have had an affair with someone at an Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. There's also the not as much alleged thing that we know happened, which was where escorts were hired, were hired for the team. to recruit on recruiting weekends. Players were, were you know, met with escorts or uh, <laughs> let's just say exotic dancers. Probably well, the better nowadays, way to say you could just put that in an NIL deal somewhere, you know. <laughs> 
Also, I remember when he denied that. He was like, do you think I would do that? It was at Billy Minardi Hall. Billy Minardi Hall is named after his his brother-in-law, right? Brother-in-law who died on 9-11. This guy then was like, I would never do that in this hall. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You actually, you absolutely did. You're a dirty old man. He is. Retire. And just go think about the times where you had a good team and yet you were still crap. You want to know a fun story about Rick Pitino and yes. my past. Go so ahead, I had my ho- anything in the I, world. I had my hole in one in golf. Yeah. On August 1st, 2001. That was also the day he maybe had his hole in one. Oh, hey. <laughs> wow. That was wow. the day he was at the Italian restaurant. Okay. Oh, I kid I you know not. That. I did not know that. And it's Bobby Carpenter's birthday. Oh. We used to joke about that. All that at the same time. All a lot going on. Three things. We got to celebrate August first more often on this show. We're gonna. I didn't know that. It has to happen. Yeah. This is. We know we are doing this. Timmy, we're burying the lead on August first. I just had the twenty year anniversary of the hole in one. It was a great day. Golfing. I was at a course called Wolf Creek Resort in Utah, far away from Louisville, Kentucky. Can we have it at Magic Mountain? (laughs) Sure. All right. (laughs) Teddy, did anything else of significance happen on August 1st that you know of? Not that I can think of. Oh, okay. I just thought I would, I thought I would ask. I didn't know if uh, anybody also had a birthday. I was going to say that's Teddy's birthday. Uh, Yes, it is. My birthday. Yeah. Yeah. What? You and Bob? You and Bobby. Yeah, me and the general. There you go. Same birthday. There you go. Hey. Uh, And And a national championship. I think both of you are employees of the month. You yes. both have won that recently. So yeah, last uh, on that. three months. So yeah, both of us. Yeah. Way to go! That's awesome. He's the reigning employee of the month. Bobby though. is. Bobby is. Timmy, right. Timmy right. got yes. it. Timmy or Timmy. Teddy got it in. I think just before last year. Right. Just the end of the year. I, it was like in November. I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was October. You were November. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know who won in December. Who? I have no idea. Colin. Colin. That's right. Yeah. Was it Colin? Probably. This is a he was employee of the year. Of the year. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that counts. Oh, yeah. Were you saying that you won it in December? No, is that you didn't want it in like June. No, I didn't say I won it. I didn't win anything. I won, won it a long time June. ago. Yeah, I There's won a, a long time right ago. out here. We can check. <laughs> All right, we'll do that in the break. I'm sure everybody's on pins and needles. Meanwhile, the Steelers don't know what they're doing at quarterback, so we'll discuss that. That is fun for me and misery for Jen. Oh, no, that's it's next. It's man and bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's an accident at the intersection of 5th Avenue and Edge Hill Road causing some delay and a little bit slower traffic on westbound 670 between 71 and 3rd Street. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Temperatures getting low, but demand remaining high? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. Well, we have got some updates for you in the Daytona 500 because I don't know if you're aware, there is a there's a race car that's in this Daytona 500 that Common Man, who's not here today, he is excited about that car. Unfortunately, 
That car got hit in a wreck oh, just now, Jen. It did. Jen Winters in for Common Man today. Uh, Poor Jimmy. Jimmy Johnson's car. It Now, he's not out of the race. I was checking with Teddy. We were looking at the replay here. A bunch of cars. There was like five or six cars that got hit in this wreck. It was cool. <laughs> that's right. That's that's the appropriate reaction. It was cool. <laughs> it was cool. A couple cars are out, uh, but there is uh, at least one car that is back in, it looks like, and that is the, uh, the 84 car, the Carvana car. That is Jimmy Johnson's car with Creed on the door. So we don't know if the Creed logo was damaged in this wreck, but we're keeping an eye on the Creed car because let me tell you what, if that car comes back and wins, oh my, what a story it would be. <laughs> Got to be honest, I thought there was a second part of that intro. I thought there was a longer buildup, so that's my bad. No, anyway, it's okay. That's fine. That's that's the power of Creed. No. No, it's no. the power of Creed because they their songs are just the right amount, but they lead you to believe that it's the super grand thing because that's just the magic of Creed's music. Yeah. Something it's not something, really something that you said sounded right. But there. I can't wait I agree with it. Till we take a, a whole staff outing to the Creed show in Cleveland. I hope, I hope we get to. That would I be, I am so excited. It's gonna have to happen. I'm I going to it manifest does. it. That's what the kids say now. Yeah, that's a good word. I'm going to manifest this happening. <laughs> you, know who else, you know who else used to say that? Church people I grew up with my entire life. I'm sure. We're going to manifest that. By the way, the segment that's not a segment, Yikes is coming up 534. So I saw this, Jen, and I had to bring it up because you're here. Yes. The, uh, this is from Mike Florio, who you know. Oh, we love the, we love the, the attorney from West Virginia. Yeah, West love Virginia attorney guy. had this on his uh, website. Uh, this is a report, Internal Division over whether or not Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph should start for the Steelers. <laughs> Shutting up and getting rid of both of them. <laughs> uh, Gary Dulac, who is the reporter from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, says there appears to be some internal division that maybe Mason Rudolph should be the starter. Mm-hmm. But of course, Kenny Pickett was drafted in the first round two years ago, so Small they hands. are talking about doing that. Tiny hands. Dulac also reports that the Steelers are not interested in bringing in a quarterback who wants to be a starter, uh, but earlier in the month, team president Art Rooney II did not rule out bringing in a court. So, I mean, I've heard so many things, and for some reason, again, I was watching the show that that just exists on ESPN at eight o'clock in the morning. Get up! I don't know why it's there. I, I just end up turning on ESPN, and I just have it on. And they were talking today. They were, you know, they brought up the fact that you know Justin Fields could possibly be traded from Chicago to the Steelers and the Steelers mm-hmm. would have to give up draft capital with that, which is fine because they really haven't done much with their draft picks anyway. And they're always stuck in the middle of each round. So whatever, get rid of draft picks. I want Justin Fields. And then somebody had the audacity to bring up Russell Wilson. And that made me so mad that I almost took one of Harley's cookies away from her this morning. It wasn't her <laughs> fault at all, but I was just like irate over the fact that Russell Wilson is going to be released from the Denver Broncos. And there's talk of them seriously bringing him in as a starter. And oh. that just makes me want to throw up all over. Oh, the place. that's hilarious. I well, hate it so much. I mean, this is no surprise, but the reports are today. Russell Wilson's Denver mansion is up for sale. It is, Yes, it is. Uh, apparently they, they paid 25 million for the 20,000 square foot home mm. record price for the area where they bought it. Uh, they are apparently fielding offers on the home. And apparently, <laughs> Russell Wilson and Sierra are the ones who are showing the home. You know, that doesn't surprise me. No. <laughs> At all. The, like, think of the weirdest, creepiest way you could sell it's a home. So Russell gross. Wilson's like, yeah, that sounds it's like so the way gross. I want to do it. 
That's great. Well, that was like when he bought that house, there were 12 bathrooms in it. And there was a guy I followed on TikTok and it was every game. How many touchdown passes Russell Wilson threw and how long will it take him to equal the number of bathrooms that he has mm. in his mansion? I like that. It was it was great. It probably took him a while. It did. Yeah, that's Especially the season before last. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, he played a little bit better this year, but uh, not much. Not much. No. I, I I don't feel bad for him. I do feel like if you went to like a home showing, uh-huh. again, you have to have $25 million type of price oh, tag money to get in. You can't just be like one of those, like, hey, let's go fool these people right <laughs> at an open house. I heard there's champagne. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if you walk in and you're like, all right, honey, we're, you know, maybe you're like an investment banker. Or right. I don't know. You started some company and you sold it and you got millions of dollars. Let's go look at this house. We love Denver. We want to live somewhere in a ritzy part. Beautiful house here. Oh, there's there's the guy who's about to not be the quarterback of the Denver Broncos and his famous singer wife, who's also here, Sierra. Right, and they're Sierra, just let's just dance. Let's do one two right, step. Come on. Right. I mean, arguably she could be more famous than him. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, mean, she's worked with Missy Elliott. So that's I, true. there you go, right there. Way more famous. Yeah. I'm just saying that would it's weird when you go to buy a house or you go to look at a house mm-hmm. and you find out that the people who are selling the house are in the area or maybe have like I've seen people do this where you like we've pulled up before and we were looking at houses and saw the people leaving and mm-hmm. we just kind of drove around a couple times before give them plenty of time to get out. It's weird. But like they were a little late getting out for mm-hmm. the showing and then we are like, ah, oh, great. We just saw them. That's that's not weird at all. But I feel like if you're there and it's a celebrity, that would be even worse. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not giving any information away, but we bought our house from somebody who is known throughout this city and this was before they were really well known uh, uh, or yeah and so going into the house we didn't realize it until we saw diplomas and stuff on the walls and we realized oh oh this is somebody mm-hmm. holy crap yeah and then um my dad who's my attorney also though was like no i have to be at the closing just because they wanted he wanted to meet the people that ah, we were buying the house wow. from. Wow, look but at you. Still, buying from local celebrities. But still I I you know, you go through their closet, you go through their drawers, you see things and it's just you like, go through their drawers? You were opening up the drawers and looking? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing that. I did go through when we were looking at our current house. Yeah. I did go through the closet just to see like how big is the closet. Yeah. I open it up and I look in and I see like Browns jersey, Browns jersey, Browns jersey, crew jersey, crew jersey, crew jersey, jersey, jackets jersey, jackets jersey. And I was like, they read your mind before they came in and they staged it. This person and I would get along very well, I think. And I never met the person, but then I was talking to some of our neighbors and they're like, oh yeah, huge sports fan, blah, blah, blah. So you didn't close at the same time? Uh, I don't know if we, I don't think we were in, no, because they, oh, they moved. They moved oh, out of state okay. so that we did it with an agent, someone yeah. that they had. Yeah. So that was why. That's right. Because, yeah, we didn't actually meet the people, but yeah, I was like, I bet we would have got along famously. So That's so funny. No, yeah. they just staged it because they wanted you to buy the house. I'm just lying. We're best friends now and I'm going to their house in their house states away. Aww. It's Russell Wilson, actually. He actually, <laughs> that's who's, no. Uh, getting to the college football playoffs is worth a lot of money, apparently. We'll talk about that when we get back. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. 
You'll find some stop-and-go traffic causing a two-minute delay on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mound Street and 315 and some slower traffic on southbound 270 east outer belt between Livingston Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by COSI, Center of Science and Industry. Transport yourself back in time and explore the fascinating story of the Titanic's maiden voyage. Coming to COSI March 9th, Don't Miss Titanic, the artifact exhibition featuring over 350 authentic artifacts recovered from the ocean floor. Tickets on sale now. Book your voyage at cosi.org. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in for Common Man today. That Baker stat that he just had in the Sports Center update about Mike Conley still in the league, I just know. got another $20 million contract. Good for him. For two more years. This dude can play, has played. I didn't know that he would have the most successful career of all three of those guys from that uh, 06 national championship or sorry, final four team national championship game Buckeye basketball team. But Mike Conley Jr. Let him live. He's 36 Good for him. No, I'm just thinking we just had at the Purdue game yesterday. They honored the 99 team that we can't talk about them going to a final four. Right. Do you understand that Mike Conley is closer to that Final four run with his final four run than he is to present day. Yes. Final four. Like that's that their nuts. final fours are closer together than we are to when he played, when he started in the NBA to where he is now. That's unbelievable. Also unbelievable, Jen, as my voice is uh, uh letting me down. Uh it's sorry, it's, I'm gonna it's, I'm gonna have to clear my voice a bunch here this last hour. I'm okay. sorry. It's okay. It's getting froggy. Everybody everybody feels your pain. Well, they're hearing it, so they obviously <laughs> yes. they're in pain hearing listening, and feeling. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, did you see this score from the NHL? The I, I, you just you alerted me to it, and I was dumbfounded because it's a football score. Today is President's Day. Uh, happy President's Day to all who celebrate. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm working, but yeah, we're that's, all we're all working. Yeah, I think, but you know, whatever. Uh, the Minnesota Wild played the Vancouver Canucks earlier today. There are day hockey games because of it being President's Day, and one of those games featured the Wild and the Canucks, and it was wild. It was in Minnesota. The Wild won 10 to 7. Goodness. 17 goals in this game. Three players had hat tricks. JT <laughs> Miller for the Canucks had a hat trick by the second period. Joel Erickson Eck for the Wild, as well as Kirill Kaprizov so, for the Wild, also had hat tricks. So, do you then, you know, obviously the first hat trick happens and you throw your hat on the ice. Do you go and buy a replacement hat because you've lost your hat to the ice? Man. And then if that happens again, you go and you're like, oh, crap, another hat trick. Then you throw your new hat on the ice. One. And then what happens if there's another hat trick and you bought a hat? Like what? Yeah. How does that work? I'll tell you this. If I go and buy a hat after I throw my hat on the ice, Uh, I'll tell you what. I I don't really want to wear hats to hockey games. It's quite honestly the way it is. If I like my hat, I'm not wearing it to a hockey game. And they're expensive. Yeah. Hats aren't cheap. 
You should have. I mean, especially I'm, if you're buying them from the the you know the the store in I, the arena. I feel like the team stores typically, if you get a hat trick of your own guy, I feel like they do something the next day or that day at the arena where it's like hats are thirty percent off or something, and, and you get free chili. If they don't, they should. Yeah, yeah, right. They had. I mean, how many chilies could you have got? I mean, you could basically go in and get a vat of chili for this. Yes, seventeen goals. My God, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I feel like though. What happens if you, on the third hat trick, you're finally like, okay, I haven't thrown my hat all day. Now I have to. Now you can't throw it. Because then if you throw it, people are like, oh, okay. Oh, where have you been? Yeah, douchebag. You didn't throw it for the first two guys. Now you're going to throw it? Now you're throwing it? it? Or maybe if it's a situation where it was like two of the guys who got the hat tricks were not the home team. Oh, uh, well, no, they were, uh, two of the guys were the home were team. Were the home team? Yeah. Well, then. The Canucks guy, that's the thing. The Canucks guy got it first. So his oh. hat trick was first. Maybe you, I mean, but again, hockey people will throw that out there no matter what. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, we saw a hat trick. That's a pretty rare thing. We honor that, whatever. Three of them. Three hat tricks in a game, 17 goals. And it was all before 5 p.m. Eastern, <laughs> 4 p.m. Central, because this was in Minnesota. Man, well, I just imagine them sitting around the supper club somewhere in Minnesota, like, oh, yeah, I should have been at the game. <laughs> oh, wow. That was great. All I can think of is is Letter Kenny now because that's all my non sports Matt is watching, and I just think about Shorzy mm-hmm. and uh, the the guys who play the hockey, and they say some really foul things, and it's funny. They do say some really foul things. They also say some uh, some funny things. Mm-hmm. What is the phrase that I like that they say that's not foul that I can say on the air? It's uh, oh yeah. It's when you want someone to hurry up, they just go pitter patter, pitter patter. Let's, let's get at her. That's I and I've adopted that at home, and I'm like, you got to stop that. Pitter patter. They'll just say that. They won't even say the, the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Pitter patter. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like that. I'm sure if I'd grown up around hockey or in Canada, then I probably would have heard that a million times. But well, and then nice. the, I think I, I, we were missing the boat for Timmy's 40th tomorrow, but we should throw him a soft party. Oh, the soft parties are great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the super soft birthday party. Super yes, soft birthday. I love it. I hope we do. I love how angry they get on the show they when do. they throw the soft party and then they all enjoy it. They love funny. it. Yeah. All right. Enough about a show. You can go watch on your own. We won't just yes. give you a play by play. of Sorry. That. Uh, so Texas, they are set to approve an extension and a raise for coach Steve Sarkeesian. This is in football, obviously uh, that is going to double more than double his annual compensation to over $10 million per season. My goodness. Through 2030 board hey. of regents is Considering this at their next meeting, which is in a few days, it will be approved. It is expected. He is going to get a bump to $10.3 million in 2024, $100,000 in each of the next six years. Wow. So that'll put him close to $11 million by 2030. And of course, if he's coaching by 2030, they will have ripped this deal up <laughs> and given him over. even more money than that. But he is guaranteed to make that. Now, I don't see what the buyout is here, but I am extremely curious to find out I, and good for him for being able to do that considering that all the crap that he's gone through i mean he's put himself through a lot of this stuff but yeah, i mean of I, course you feel kind of good for him i mean i i don't like texas but good for him for being able to I mean, they left him on a tarmac <laughs> Well, I mean, remember he had the whole he, he had, had the whole issue with the drinking. He was a drinker, and that's, and and that's obviously had, not yeah, great. No, and so we're glad that he got help for that. And then he went, and Nick Saban was like, "Come hang out with me for a little bit." And yeah. then then he goes, "That's the ultimate," you know. Nick Saban helps you. You go to Texas. You beat Nick Saban, yeah. but Nick Saban still makes it to the playoff because, of course, he did. It's insane. And but yeah, no, that was good for Sarkeesian. You know, I I don't care anything about 
Texas, but good for him. Yeah. Uh, he was set to make $5.8 million this year, $6 million in 2025, $6.2 million in 2026. Goodness. So got to the Big 12 championship last year and also got to the college football playoffs where they lost to Washington. He was coach of the year in the Big 12, all those things. And so. now they're going into the SEC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Good to get that money now because mm-hmm. I got news for you. It might get a little rough there the next yeah, few years. It's going to get very rough there. Uh, I, I don't know if Texas is back after this year. That might have been a nice little run right now, but then mm. I, I don't. Well, I mean, they might be in a better place than Alabama, considering the fact you that know, they lost their their coach. We so. were talking about this with Buckeye basketball, right? Because yeah. obviously Ohio State beat Purdue, big win, and you've heard from all these coaches coming out of the woodwork saying, "How yeah. dare they fire Chris Holtman? Why do they have?" It almost reeks of why do they have so many expectations there, right? And it, it feels like some of that's coming from the college basketball world, saying, "Don't you guys know you're a football school?" And I, so Tito and I yesterday got into a bit of an argument on air, not a shock that, you know, I have a different opinion than Tito on something. And he, he doesn't think that Ohio State can be a basketball and a football school at the same time. Well, Tito should take a look at Texas, right? which has done a better job of that. Over, over the, last, the past few yeah. years. I mean, they had they had a bit of a hiccup with their coach. Well, they were more of a, he- a headache with the football than the basketball, right. right? I mean, although, yes, they did have with Chris Beard. Yes. Uh, how's Alabama? Are they winning at both? Yeah. yeah. With Nate Oates. Now, again, he had a Jason to murder last year on his team with Brandon <laughs> Miller. But I'm saying, I mean, they, they were pretty good last year, last I checked. That's a basketball program at a football school. Yeah. You can have, I mean, Georgia has been up and down, but fairly good at basketball and at football mm-hmm. i i'm sure i'm forgetting other examples but i don't think you have to look around very, well hell i was going to bring up florida right yeah. florida was a school back when ohio state was doing that yes under thad mata that that mike conley we we're just talking about that era right who did we play in those we played them in the national championship game and football and basketball, and we don't have to talk about how those games no, went. We don't have to do that. But now. we know that, I mean, both those schools were playing at the national championship level in both. Yes. You can be good at both. The resources are there. Obviously, Florida has fallen off in both of those sports. Correct. Comparatively to where they were. But I don't think it's unreasonable that Ohio State can be, they're never going to replace Kansas, Duke, Kentucky, those schools as far no. as Blue Bloods. But you can be Alabama. Yes. Or Alabama can be like Ohio State, however you want to look at it. You can be a top 10 program in college basketball and also have a top 10 program in college football. I don't think that's unreasonable. Well, and he was thinking, he he basically said that he couldn't believe that I would have such high expectations where I would expect the Ohio State Buckeye men's team to make it to, you know, make it through the tournament, the Big Ten tournament, make it into the NCAA tournament, and heaven forbid, make it to a Sweet 16 like every year. And oh. I'm like... Why isn't why is that so unreasonable? I don't think that's unreasonable. I get that every year is tough for the Sweet Sixteen, only because you have upsets, right? right? And that's or ever, just, even know, the best teams in history of basketball. Like, but go, we haven't seen yeah. a Sweet Sixteen since that motto was here. So, right, I that's think, not okay. I think that's to me. It's just like I don't think that's difficult to do outside of you know an occasional upset. But he would made it seem like all of the focus and time and money would have to be solely on the the basketball team and no time devoted to the football team in order for that to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's, I just, it can happen. I don't understand why you would look at, like I was thinking of Texas going to the SEC, right? Right. Be careful what you wish for, because look at how Florida has done in the SEC since they lost Urban Meyer, right? Yep. Like it's not been great, but 
they out and and Billy Donovan. Yes. But they at one time had both those programs rolling and Florida obviously now is struggling to get them both back to where they once were. But they they should be Florida should be mad about that. Yeah. I know they are mad about that. I'm saying they should be. There's nothing wrong with Florida looking at that. But I think Ohio State being in Columbus, Ohio, not Gainesville, Florida, I think is a much better case to say, well, if Florida could have done did that years ago, we did it years ago, we should still be doing it. Football and basketball. If Tuscaloosa, Alabama, you can do it with Alabama. You can do it in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Everybody talks about Austin and Columbus are very similar as far as market size and all that, all the business and everything. You should be able to do what Texas has done in basketball and football. You should be able to do the same thing with Ohio State. Yes. And football's been fine. It's the basketball side that needs to get up there. So, no, it's not an unreasonable expectation. I don't think so either. But I feel like all these coaches that are coming out of the woodwork, like, oh, you can't have expectations, Buckeye fans. Don't you know who you are? You're the football school. It's like, what? Well, we're good at a lot of things. Women's hockey, women's basketball. Yes. Oh, that women's hockey team. Our tennis team. team's been yes. great. Our wrestling's been good. Like, this is a giant university athletic department. Pistol team also. Pistol Are they good? team is really Are good. Are they good? I yes. didn't know. Let them live. Shout out to the pistol team. <laughs> keep, uh, keep, it's true. Keep, uh, They're what on they target. Say? What do they say? Keep, keep, whip, keep whipping it out. Is that what, I don't know how you, how do you fire a pistol? Don't you whip it out of the holster? You like, Shh. like a quick draw? Yeah. Cool. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. whip this thing. Right. Uh, cable is back, baby. Well, it could be. I'll discuss that next. It's man and bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's a couple of slow spots out there. One on southbound 270 on the east outer belt between Livingston Avenue and I-70. And another small delay on eastbound 70 downtown between the 71 West Split and Front Street. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new cravings value menu is a big deal. Or rather, it's 10 big deals. From new items like the loaded nachos to familiar favorites like the spicy potato soft taco. Check it out at a participating Taco Bell today. Available for a limited time only while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Trash. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No college education, and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Oh, yeah. Chad Winters in for Common Man today. I'm T-Bone. Part of my voice is here. Part of it has left me. But don't worry. <laughs> still doing the segment that's not a segment. Yikes is coming up at 534. So the streaming battle continues. We know that there's always more to the streaming discussion, mm-hmm. right? Every We've had Peacock discussion. We've had Paramount Plus discussion. We've had people mad that Amazon has games it's, on Thursdays. You had a, a Peacock yeah. game for the playoffs in the NFL. But... Now it's looking like maybe some of that's starting to turn a corner. So there's a report out saying that uh, both Paramount Plus and Comcast have dis- have gotten into discussions about possibly adding a combined package where then Comcast, I believe, owns Peacock. Oh. So this would be Paramount Plus and Peacock would now be one fee and you get both services. What would you call that? There's a lot of, I mean, you could go, you could go P-mount, you could go 
comfy. You could go paracock. You could go lots of different ways, right? You could go P-mounts. You know, Did I say that? Cock mounts? Can I just say Para P? Yeah, you could do that. There's Ted, all kinds of things. Ted is, no no lie, Ted is the best member of the show. Ted's an instigator. I mean, I, he you know is what? just, he's, a, he's just an agent of chaos, and I love him even more for that. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> this comes on the heels of what did we hear during Super Bowl week, where ESPN, Fox, Warner Brothers, Discovery oh, they were all said, about. hey, we might do that too. We might all jump in. And apparently the NFL was like, hold on a second. We negotiated contracts with all of you. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa hold whoa, on. Whoa. We want all this money for us. We don't like it when you guys all merge. <laughs> so if that happens in the ESPN merger thing with all the app stuff, if that occurs, if the Peacock Paramount thing happens, it's almost like we're getting back to this idea of what if you paid one, one provider a price and they gave you all the channels? I mean, that's what Amazon is turning into. Well, they want to do that. I'm quite we sure. Were, right? We were talking about it in the, in the sales meeting this morning. We were just like, you think about Amazon and you think about, okay, they have their own programming, but they also house all of the apps that are the streamers that we're paying for. Yeah, you can pay through them now. So you can pay through them. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Well, and all it takes is someone... Like, I mean, I've seen this with YouTube TV. Oh, yeah. Which I have. Which I have. And I like it. But you can add in if you if you use the same email for, let's say, the... You know, if you do your NFL subscription mm-hmm. or your NBA subscription, your NHL subscription, whatever, if you use that same email, they have a function where it's like, oh, just pop that in here and we'll add it to your channels. Yeah. So then it's just like buying the league pass on a cable system or a satellite. It's so nice. Where then all the games are just in your feed or in your uh, your guide. Right. Just like cable used to. So, again, we want something better than cable, but ultimately we're coming back to probably getting cable again. Now we're at cable that sometimes, you know, if there's a, a glitch in the, in the, the Wi-Fi, you get a little bit of buffering. You yeah. know, with the cable, it was... You know, something was happening. Somebody was digging somewhere in your neighborhood and your cable went out. Right. Or, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, that was the thing, right? Because cable's whole thing was we will put a wire in your house that will bring you all these channels. Yes. And now we're at a point where it's like we have a thing called the Internet, which still requires probably a cable into your house. But now we can get all that stuff through that cable that's not the cable. Anyway, it's weird. But the point is we don't need cable, <laughs> but we do need cable. We need Internet somehow in our houses. So. We're kind of transitioning off of that, but not totally. No. Because we're still going to need a wire into our house that gives us the internet to get all this streaming stuff. Or you can just have cable, I guess. So have we improved this at all? Is it getting better? Well, when you think about it, it actually costs more because, I, you know, you've had to buy a TV that has more than one like HDMI plug in it so that you can put like a fire stick in there. Or you have to buy a TV like that's already a smart TV that has all of these apps already in it. So it's like you're you're doing your research and trying to buy something that is going to cost more in the long run. I mean, I guess you're saving money in the long run, but at the same time, it's just like, oh my God, we'll, we'll just go back to Time Warner, even though they no longer exist. Right. I mean, I, I think I, what what has happened now is the powers that be said... We need to have the access, like all these channels were like, we don't want to pay a cable third party company to right. do this, but they're all doing it themselves. And then they're quickly realizing, oh, this is very expensive for us to all run it ourselves. What if we merge to save operating costs? And then eventually somebody's gonna be like, you know, you can pay us a third party to do all this for you. And then they'll say, you know what? Great idea. That's a great idea. And that's going to be cable. It's this generation's cable. But I will tell you though, YouTube TV is really nice to have on your phone. And if you're out and you're like, oh, what about this? I want to watch this or I need to record it. And all you have to do is just 
take your phone out. Mm, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's pretty awesome. I like it. I like having the ability to like, oh, I forgot to get that. Let me just hop on the app and get it. And get it. Or wherever I am, I can just watch it. It's nice. Oh, by the way, I forgot to do this earlier, so let's do it now. A fat boy food tea. Common Man and T-Bone have very little value. Unless they're telling you about all the crap they can shove in your mouth so you can die quicker. It's time for Fat Boy Food Tip. Wait, how do you want me to say it? Um, tip? 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 Mm, this is dumb. I there, quit. There you go. Well, that's good. Uh, Darren Ravel actually brings us our Fat Boy Food Tip today, and that is from the Daytona 500, which oh. is on right now. We're watching a little bit of this, the NASCAR. At Daytona, at the track, you can get a nice little piece of food if you're down in Florida ever. Go check this out. It's called the Pile Up. It is a giant soft pretzel that appears to be almost like a bread bowl, but it's it's circular form pretzel Yeah. with, I can see, salt on it. Very nice little finish to it. Looks delicious. A warm, soft pretzel stacked with crispy chicken tenders, fries, gooey cheese sauce, chili, and bacon. Whoa. And it looks like some chives are on there, too. Uh, the cost on this is $24. But it's one of those things. You're at a you're at a stadium. You're at a sporting event. They're going to jack the price up a little bit. Right. Judging by this, it looks like it's at least as big as your hand. Okay. Like, maybe a little bigger than that. So, it's decent sized. For me, this would not be a shareable. This would be a one-person deal. But maybe if you're someone who's not a huge appetite, $24 is a lot. But if you're already at the Daytona 500, I guess, when in Rome. Right. It looks good, though. I think I would eat it. So that just sounds very heavy well, to be sitting. And, I mean, I don't think it, it's ungodly hot down in uh, uh, probably, Daytona. Probably not right, right now. now, like this time of year. It's probably in the 60s. Probably. Or, yeah. But I, that just seems like a lot of food to consume amongst a lot of people. Well, you do have to remember that a lot of the people in the stadium there who are watching the Daytona 500 at the track, they're also consuming large amounts of alcohol. That is also correct. So you've already got a little bit of an appetite from that. True. I'm just thinking, and again, this has never stopped me. There's not a thing as far as I'm concerned as too much salt, but you're talking about a salted pretzel, French fries, which are very salty, Mm -hmm. crispy chicken tenders, which probably have some saltiness in the seasoning. Uh, then bacon, salty. Yeah, very. Uh, the nacho cheese sauce, I'm guessing, has some salt in it. Like, it's just, this is a bomb of sodium, and I don't care. I would eat it 100 times out of 100. It looks delicious. I, I need, like, like three water pills. <laughs> water pills are okay. Oh, yeah. Got to keep them. <laughs> Got to be ready. Got to have the water pills handy. All right, the segment that's not a segment, it's coming up next. It is, oh, should probably. Oh, turn, oh I didn't, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, I didn't turn it off. Segment that's not a segment. Yikes! It's coming up next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You can expect to hit some slow traffic if you need to travel westbound 670 between 71 and 3rd Street and also slow traffic downtown on westbound 70 between the 71 East Split and 4th Street. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Now during Staples Citathon, you can save up to $180 on select chairs, desk chairs, computer chairs, even gaming chairs. In-store only, offer ends 3-2. See associates for details. Stop by Staples today and grab a seat. I'm Nicole for 90 the fan traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your uh, Monday is going pretty well. Common Man will be back tomorrow. Jen Winters is in for him. Don't forget, coming up later tonight, we have Buckeye Roundtable, 6 p.m. Timmy Hall and a cast of hundreds, thousands, millions. <laughs> I don't know. He has lots of guests. Lots of Buckeye guests. I'm sure you'll hear all about Ohio State taking on Purdue and the big win there. Mm-hmm. Plenty more to get to there. A lot of uh, playoff implications, playoff tournament implications for a lot of the teams that we have around Ohio State. So all that coming up at 6 o'clock with Timmy. So make sure you stick around for that. Ready to do some yikes, yeah. Jen? All right, let's go. Uh, my first yikes happens to go to an ACC basketball team. Virginia hosted Wake Forest and won on Saturday night, 49-47. to 47, But in some ways, probably a night they'd like to forget. Virginia, while winning, took only 11 free throws, which is not a ton. But they even made less of them. They made one. Oh, Yikes. That is 9.1% from the charity stripe. Yikes. But hey, they won. Still, I'm guessing they'll be shooting some free throws this practice next time they have one. Yikes. So mine are all all-star game related, and we're going to start off with the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, who tried to put his money where his mouth was on Saturday night by saying, I think we're going to see a good game in the midseason showcase at Gainbridge Fieldhouse uh, yesterday afternoon. But after the 73rd all-star game looked exactly like last year's no defense performance, the Eastern Conference set the all-time scoring record by becoming the first team to surpass 200 points in what was eventually a 211 to 186 victory over the Western Conference. And you could tell that he was annoyed when he just went to award the all-star, the, the Eastern all-stars with their, you know, their, their trophy. And he said, and to the Eastern Conference all-stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. So congratulations to you. Adam Silver, and not doing a damn thing about the All-Star game. Yikes. Teddy? Yes, the Eastern Conference NBA All-Stars scored 211 points in their win over the Western Conference, which is the most points ever scored in an NBA game. Yikes. However, there was an NCAA game where a team scored more than 211 points. Yikes. That would be Troy, which was a Division II team at the time. They beat DeVry 258-141 oh to on January 12th of 1992. Yikes. Which DeVry, though? Aren't it there was, like a bunch of them? <laughs> it was DeVry of Atlanta. Oh, okay. oh okay. There you go. Well, good to know. I was always curious. Maybe uh, the talent from that DeVry wasn't as good as the one from Columbus at the time. That's right. That's probably yeah. right. Yeah. They're ducking us. That's what I heard. That's, yep. On Saturday night, Pitt dusted yeah. Louisville 86-59. to Big win. Yikes for Louisville. Don't look now. They're awful. Uh, but Blake Hinson of Pitt ended up with 41 points, which is very nice. The segment's not called nice, though. It's called yikes. And uh, he also had a peculiar line. Ten minutes to go in the second half. So, again, about three-quarters of the way through the game. He had 38 points, which is very good. Yeah. At the same time, Louisville had only 39 points. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, like I said, it was 86 to 59. So eventually, Louisville was able to fully overtake him and not be just a point ahead of one guy as an entire team. He finished with 41, like I said. So great day for him. Terrible basketball by Louisville. And that's been sadly a theme for them all year. Yikes. So last night after the All-Star game, Anthony Davis, who was, I believe, a starter for the West, 
Um, he was asked what his most memorable moment of the whole weekend was. And he said, actually, it was in the game when the Chicago Bulls and Indiana Pacers hype teams went through their dunk routines in between the third and fourth quarters. And he says, I think the best moment we're talking about it was the Bulls and Pacers dunkers with the trampoline. They were very, very impressive. Yikes. All right, Milwaukee's Damian Lillard, he was the MVP of the NBA All-Star Game after he made 11 three-pointers and scoring 39 points. Yikes. Dame also became the only player in NBA history to make 10 or more threes in a regular season game, a postseason game, and an All-Star Game. Yikes. It's pretty... I mean, that's pretty intense. The and we'll offense. see what, what his turnout is when he goes back to play. And he'll be bad again. <laughs> yep. He's yep. struggling. Yes. He is very much. Uh, White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf, he is preparing to ask the governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, for roughly $1 billion for a new stadium. And I have to bring this up because I know if I didn't, Common Man probably would. It is one of the wildest stats that I've ever heard. It's one of the things that boggles my mind to this day. Chicago is a top three market in the U.S. as far as the amount of people. Mm-hmm. It's obviously, they have two baseball teams, just like they do in New York and L.A. They have never, the White Sox being the you know other team in Chicago outside of the Cubs, they have never given out a $100 million contract. Yikes. Again, Reinsdorf is asking the state for a billion dollars to fund his new park which they don't necessarily need but he wants there to be a new ballpark yet he himself has not committed a hundred in a year in an era where you have guys getting 300 million 400 million 500 million dollar deals he's not committed a hundred million to one player for the Sox that is atrocious that is ridiculous it is hard for me to fathom it is also yikes and finally, for me, the Minnesota Timberwolves star Anthony Edwards admitted last night he wasn't interested in playing all that hard in the All-Star game. For me, it's an All-Star game, so I'll never look at it as being super competitive. It's always fun. I don't think everyone looks at it like it's competitive. It's a break. So I don't think everyone wants to come here and compete. Yikes. Well, it's true. If you saw Luka Doncic last night oh, in that goodness. game. Well, I mean, I don't know what he's supposed to This is the thing. I don't know what you're supposed to do because it's like if you compete and you get hurt, then everyone's right. be like, what are you doing? It's the all-star game. Why are you trying so hard? So I know. I just love the transparency, though, from the players. Like, Oh, Anthony Edwards yeah, is that guy. They, he, they just don't care. He's also said, Anthony Edwards specifically has said, these, these things you see me wearing in my ears, the change you see, most of that's fake. I'm just doing it. I was like, I'm not wasting my money on that. I'm just, I'm just wearing it to make it look nice. But yeah, I'm not actually, no, I'm not losing money on this stuff. Go ahead, Teddy. Everyone's making a big deal about the combined 397 points in the NBA All-Star game. Yikes. Well, it makes sense when you realize that NBA teams are averaging 115 and a half points per game this season. Yikes. That's the highest league-wide points per game entering an All-Star break since the 1969-70 season. Yikes. My God. Yeah, there's a lot of points going on right now. Oh. You know, I... I do think the way to fix the all-star game, if I can hazard a guess or what I think they could do, the moment that seemed like it got a lot of people enjoying it or the people who tuned into it seemed to like it was the Sabrina Ionescu versus Steph Curry yeah. shoot off. No, I, I enjoyed watching that. I mean, it was only like five minutes long. Yeah, but that was a cool was moment, right? Yeah. And why? Because you can't usually see that. What if instead of the all-star game or in addition to it or something, what if we had something where it's like, here's a three on three tournament with an NBA star a WNBA star, 
And then the third person could be a wild card. Could be and then not wild card Wednesday, but it could be maybe like a former legend. It could yeah. be you know, a celebrity who's, or, you know, from another sport. Right. Like Micah Parsons, what he put up, like 30 some points. Oh, yeah. He was the, the MVP All-Star, of the, the celebrity, game. celebrity game. Put Adam Sandler out there. Yeah, man. Why not? Put, uh, Adam, why not? put, put Adam Sandler and Giannis on the same court and just laugh at how different the height is. Because I think sometimes when you see <laughs> how tiny average people are compared yeah. to NBA stars, it just, it reminds you of like how ridiculous this game is. I think that would be something I would watch because you're not going to see that anywhere else. And there no. would be some competition and there'd be a little chance you get a couple one-on-one battles between two NBA stars for a minute where they actually try to like, oh, hey, it's game point here. Who are you going to give it to? Well, you know, and, celebrity and, guy? No. No. That's why I like the the skills competition because like you've got three people like the the, the Pacers won. It was the Indiana Pacers had three people and then it was first rounders yep. and then all stars. And it was actually kind of fun to watch them all work together. And, and obviously, you know, the Indiana Pacers team is going to win because they have camaraderie. They've all played with each other. I think stuff like that might be a little bit more interesting or maybe just doing half court, like three on three. Oh, yeah. But, that Imagine be, that if you did three on three just with NBA players yes. and then it was like two courts going at the same time. Oh, all the jarring back and forth. Oh, yeah. And everybody's mic'd up. Everybody's mic'd up and you can pay extra to hear all the swearing. Yes. I would actually enjoy that very much. I would much. pay double for the swearing. Yeah. That's, I mean, at the end of the day, the energy that you're getting at the All-Star game right now mm-hmm. is if you've ever gone to open gyms and it's like the fourth or fifth game where people start to leave and they're like, <laughs> right. hey, I'm out. And then a few people are like, uh, you want to run threes? And it's like, yeah, I guess. And everyone's tired. It's been a few hours of playing. Yeah. That That's the energy they're at now where it's like, all right, we're just kind of out here goofing around. No one's trying okay. that hard. That's what you're getting from the All-Star game. So. We're open to any and all ideas. I, I mean, think the NBA is too. The the floor was really cool looking. That they 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 shot on. I oh mean, yeah, that was, the, that uh, was fun. It was like LED an floor. all LED floor. But other than that, I mean, some wild uh, technology. Yeah, I don't know we had that. By the way, I've got two tickets oh. for you to the Ohio State women's basketball game against Maryland on Sunday, February twenty fifth. Uh, let's go eighth caller right now six one four eight two one ninety seven ten. The eighth caller is going to get those tickets to see the Buckeye women's team taking on Maryland. This Sunday, uh, tickets, of course, on sale through OhioStateBuckeyes.com. Good luck with that. Back page when we come back. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's a disabled vehicle on the left shoulder of eastbound 70 on the east side after Kelton Avenue. And watch out for an accident on the right shoulder of westbound 70 on the west side at 670. Police are on scene there causing some delays. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessit. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week, Sandra Napier. Laborers Local 534 Middletown. Sandra is a proud 20-year retiree. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Final segment of the program. Now joining us, the host of Buckeye Roundtable, wearing his OSU handball track jacket it is timmy hall you guys jen winter's in for common man today 
You're looking dapper, Timmy. Thank you. Tracksuit Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Broke down car right. Monday. I heard, I heard it was so a bit good. of a. I heard it was a bit of a Monday for you, buddy. I'm sorry to hear what that. What a freaking day. Yep. So the car broke down. Car broke down. You you know it's great when the wife comes back in from the garage when she usually checks out eight thirty in the morning. Honey, I I need a jump real quick. I'm like, okay, dear. All right, I'll be out there in a second. Mm-hmm. You know, throw some sweatpants on, get some get some thicker socks on because I'm gonna go out there and mosey around the garage. Luckily enough, the cars are in the garage, so we didn't have to move them at all. But, you know, after a two-minute, three-minute jump, when that battery's still not cranking or the car's still not starting, you're like, oh, no. So had to get my brother-in-law, who my sister and her family are in the house, and they're trying to leave right as all this is happening. Trying to do breakfast for him, but meanwhile... I know I'm about to have a big issue, so I need his help. I'm like, can you take me to Advance Auto Parts or someplace? You know, five, we got a place three minutes from the house. Let's go, let's go, let's get it. Get the battery, get it back. Still nothing. Oh, Brand no. Brand new battery put in there. Still not working. No. Got to get a tow truck to oh. my driveway oh, no. to get rid of the car. Happy That's Monday. my day. Happy Mom Monday. and dad drove me to work. No. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Could you guys take me home, please? I can take you home. I'll Bodie, take you home. Will you give me a ride? Yeah. You may, Timmy, <laughs> actually, you know what? Uh, many of our listeners want to do it. Maybe can, someone could swing by and help you out. What time are you done tonight, Timmy? <laughs> yeah. Eight o'clock. Yeah, see? All right. <laughs> So if you're free around 8 o'clock, just show up and, uh, yeah. 7.56 and 50 seconds. Don't actually be done. He's fi- he'll have a way home. One way or the other. Bodie yeah. will probably have to do it, but someone will do mm-hmm. it. So we're good. But Aww. yeah, that's, Timmy, that sucks. I'm it sorry, buddy. Suck. That's okay. Monday is probably, I guess, of all the times, it's the worst, but it's also like the most expected. Yeah. Like you do have the whole week now to work through this as much as that sucks. If it happens on like a Friday afternoon where you're like, oh, good. The weekend's here. We're going to relax. Instead, your whole weekend is trying to sort this out. I guess if there's a slight silver lining to this, that I, might be it. I did feel, you know, Jen, because I'm not a I'm not a woman, but I'm certainly not a man. And <laughs> when I had to replace the car battery on my own, uh-huh. I felt like T-Bone would have been proud of me in you that moment. A, you pulled a uh, car battery out? I pulled a car battery yeah. out and I installed a new car battery. Well, I had to do That's that. That's what I did. Yeah. Like, not last summer, but the summer before last. And I even on, uh, asked on Twitter, how do I do this? And people were very nice to me. Oh, yeah. And told me how to do it. So I was, you know, very appreciative. <laughs> I will say, I will say, nice of you telling you what an idiot you <laughs> no are idea. for not knowing how. Yeah. <laughs> Guys and gals who are into cars will be the nicest people when you ask. If you're like genuine, if you're like, I need help with something, like, I don't I was know just how to happy do this. There wasn't like a, like a, a bastard out there going, oh, YouTube it, you dumbass. Well, you could do that too, but right. it's obviously, do, yeah. 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 <laughs> But it's crazy. Like I, no joke, have replaced my brakes with a specific video for the car that I owned at the time. Oh my gosh! On YouTube, where I typed in my car's model number and year, and then what I needed to do, which was the rear brakes, and they were like, "Oh yeah, here you go." And it was step by step, like a ten minute video. A person who's doing it in their garage, and it was exactly the same car as me. I'm amazed how many people have put video. Like, think about that. Like, oh yeah, I'm just going to change the brakes on my... very specific. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But you can... More times than that, you can find... Yeah. And it really helped. helped you. I looked at it multiple times and felt like an idiot, but... I have used a thing because sometimes on these newer cars, I don't know if it happens with yours, but every now and then, 
my Bluetooth will freeze. Yeah. And since I have an Android and the car that I have only has an Apple Play, like to go directly into the dash, I kind of get screwed out of that for being a droid guy. But the Bluetooth works great for playing my music and all that. And it'll freeze, and I've had to go through a YouTube video to do like a very specific sequence of button pushing to reset the Holy computer. Cow. And you can even do it while the car is moving, and it works like a charm. That's... But it was just lo- looking at that minute-long YouTube video saved my world because I'd have been calling the manufacturer, calling the dealership. How do I work this? My Bluetooth's broken. I would have... I would have probably driven it into a dealership just to fix yeah. that little thing. Yeah. And you can, there's a lot of stuff like that. You'd be surprised what you can do, but it's always great to take it, you know, get service if you need it. But, yeah. Yeah. but today still sucked. Yeah. Today's Big rough. Time. But tomorrow it's so, your 40th birthday. Yay. Timmy's yay. birthday. And I'll be getting yay. an invoice for my car. Uh, yay. <laughs> yeah. We're going to celebrate now all I'm, week. So now I'm thinking like, is it your distributor cap? Is oh, it your don't, alternator? Don't. It's like now I'm, now I'm trying to figure out what it is. Could be there's potato chips in it. <laughs> That's right. What's coming up on uh, Buckeye Roundtable tonight? Oh, everything. Everything bone. Hmm. Kevin McGuff. Yeah, six forty-eight. Yeah, had a little slow weekend here, so he's got eight days. I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing how this team does the next time they play. Of course, the big men's basketball victory yesterday—that's going to dominate the talking points. So Ron Stokes will give his take on Holtman being gone, but you know how good Jake Diebler did his first game in as interim head coach. Who else? Tim May talking some Buckeye football with James Laurinaitis getting the job as linebackers coach. Spencer Holbrook with some recruiting talk. Steve Rollick, men's hockey team won two games. They've had a rough year, but they won two in a row. There you go. That's Very good. awesome. Uh, that is coming up next, top of the hour. It is Buckeye Roundtable for two hours. Uh, back page is next. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. All right, Jen, go ahead. So this is something I stumbled upon on, on the TikToks earlier today, and it kind of blew my mind. And if you would like to go look for video on it, please go do so. Post Malone and Eddie Vedder join forces for an unexpected onstage collaboration on Saturday night in Shelbyville, Tennessee. It was for a benefit concert called Reporting for Duty. And um, it's it benefits the foundation that Eddie Vedder and his wife have set up. And the two performed covers of Pearl Jam's Better Man and Tom Petty's I Won't Back Down. Oh, and I, I don't. I'm, not, I'm always confused. I like it with Post Malone because I thought he was a rapper, but he's like he's, he's a in country. He's, he's in everything. He's like in everything. He's and so country here lately. I was thoroughly like I was thoroughly amused. It was it was good. They did a good job with both of yeah. them. So yeah, Buckeye Roundtable coming up next. Thank you, Jen, for coming in. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You'll find an accident on the right shoulder of northbound 71 on the north side between 5th Avenue and 11th Avenue causing slow traffic. And things are moving slow on westbound 70 on the west side between West Broad Street and Fisher Road. This report is sponsored by First Service Credit Union. Switch to First Service Federal Credit Union where savings speak louder than words. Unlock exclusive member privileges and enjoy service that always puts you first. For special offers, visit firstcu.com. First Service FCU. Own it. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. It's a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by ESPN Bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The MLS season opens up this weekend. The crews start off the season with Atlanta. The ESPN Bet MLS Cup odds this year have Miami as the favorite at plus 325. The crew are tied with LAFC with the second best odds to win the MLS Cup at 8-1. FC Cincinnati's 10-1 for your ESPN Bet action update. I'm Scotty Vegas. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Casting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.